Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, sold on the coaster, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin', be on the sofa, niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor, don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I, feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I, crank up the focus to get it amplified, feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry, designed to recline and sip the chateau, plotting on the bronze behind with a bangin' natural, is he a rebel, a rascal, is that a Roscoe, tweak the treble, the levels will make the box flow, For help. Now I'm a hard worker, baby, this is a full-time job Gotta rumble to the top, nigga, full-time squad And I just don't give a damn This is what I am, what I am. You are listening live uh, Of course, unless you're not listening live This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast It is Wednesday, May 30th, 2018 uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant and uh, with me, uh, per usual, is uh, co-host extraordinaire, uh, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, uh, there we are. What's happening? Uh, Trav, you on me? I'm not Trav. Oh, shit. Or I'm not Who's Cam. coming? <laughs> what are you doing calling from a Austin uh, thing? For, oh, my bad, Craig. I did hit one, one, one. Yeah, yeah there we go. Uh, Cam, what's happening? I mean, I was I was in this long thing wishing you a happy birthday, you know, doing all that. But forget all that. You don't know what you're My doing. Mind, you're which bag have Greg co-host, and we'll come to you. We'll yeah. get to your call eventually. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm doing well. I hope your birthday is going well. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Good, good, good to hear. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a day, as as they are, so. Um, but yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for that. Again, it's, uh, East Coast East Coast cast, and we've got uh, some wrestling stuff to talk about. The last week of tele- televised pro wrestling. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information first before we get going. Uh, if you want to call in and talk to Cam and myself, uh, you got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at three four seven two zero two. Oh one, oh three. Uh, once again, that's three four seven, two oh two, oh one, oh three. And if you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the day, anytime, or I'm sorry, anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip at East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. Uh, if you got questions, comments, or just uh, a rant, and you that you need to get off your chest, hit the email. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. And. Uh, 
<laughs> you can find my personal Twitter at Travlord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And uh, yeah, it looks like we got some stuff going on on Twitter. We'll get to that in a bit. And uh, find us on Facebook as well at facebook.com slash pwtorch, East Coast Cast. I think we had a, a like in the last week. Pretty confident that we did. Let's see who we shouting out this week. New likes. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I talked about Dylan last week, so maybe not. Yeah. So anyway, go like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it, uh, share share the experience that way. Uh, and if you go to uh, East Coast Cast dot com, uh, you'll find the voicemail number as well as all the other info that I just explained to you. It's all there in one nice. Uh, Easy package, easy place. Um, so, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, call us, voicemail us. Where are we, where are we headed for headlines and uh, poll results, Cam? I mean, I think there's a few things to go off. Um, we don't really have an update on, say, for a few things, on these WWE TV deals. They do seem to be still headed in the direction of them really getting to the bag. That hasn't really changed. Um, I mean, probably, wrestling-wise, the the two biggest things would be, number one, uh, you know, Samoa Joe beating uh, Daniel Bryan to qualify for Money in the Bank, and Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, um, you know, kind of their situation continuing. Keeping that And then, uh, on the Raw side, um, you would have probably the conversation with Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey, um, which is kind of where we jumped off with the poll. I mean, Nia Jax, who has been poised as, you know, anti-bullying and overcoming, you know, things that were said about her uh, both in the past and in the present, and then, you know, really cutting this super confident, borderline, uh, borderline arrogant uh, promo, and having a match while this is going on with Ronda Rousey, and really people's reaction to it. Um, the poll was actually, after that segment, is Nia Jax a face heel or tweener? Um, 49% say tweener, 45% say heel, and 6% say face. And really what that conversation is more about to me is just how people perceive, uh, you know, strong women. Because <laughs> uh, I think, what she did was right there in line with what the rock would do or an Austin would do, or even what a Braun is doing right now. Um, but it's automatically perceived at least, you know, from the early going as kind of a heel thing to do. And I think tweener kind of took over later, but um, that's probably the biggest talking point of raw right now with us leading into money in the bank and the men's side being more about who's qualifying, who's going to be in the match. While we do have Ronda Rousey's probably biggest match to date coming up uh, at money in the bank. So, those will be kind of the key things. Um, it's not often that the key things are directly about a match that happened or a match that's coming up, but it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I actually was one uh, that voted for a heel. I don't. I, I, as I watched that promo, I was just like, "Oh, so they did all that?" Because you know, 
three months ago, I was uh, when the Alexa Bliss stuff was really, really going. I was like, you know, I don't know why. It seems like Alexa would be the the better natural baby face. People are red, seem to be ready to, you know, all she has to do is turn her wit the other way, and people will be right behind her, and she's she's great. People would be willing to cheer her, and she's this small, tiny thing against this big lady. Um, and I is just a better to me a, a better heel. Just um, so I'm like, oh, that that they should have turned her heel and blah blah blah, and then she'll win the title WrestleMania. That was you know I was thinking or whenever that was, and then they went the other way, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? I, I don't I don't I mean I get it, fine. You want to go the bullying way and the, don't you know the, the, the fat shaming and all that kind of stuff. And as I'm and I'm watching Monday night, and I'm just like, all that just for. A few months later, to now she's healed because, uh, I mean, Ronda Rousey's a bona fide baby face, but you know she could have. St- I, I I I just saw her as a heel. I mean, telling the crowd to shut up the way she did, like, okay, like yeah, maybe The Rock would have done that, but when he was a heel, right. like, I don't think um, Babyface Rock ever uh, like told the crowd, like, no, it's like in the million, you know, and get them to chant along. It wasn't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I just thought that was a heel promo all the way. And then the interaction with the jobber, like, she's being a total fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, like, now I'm really thinking about, like, <laughs> the whole segment, like, yeah, tweener, maybe. I think you could maybe, maybe make an argument for a tweener, uh, but I don't think there's uh, any case to be made for calling her a baby face. Or calling that promo, but, you know, whatever, however it is. I don't know how to, I'm not looking at the poll, however you, you framed it. I didn't have a problem with her interaction with the jobber. Like, it was all done in the context of a match. Like, I've seen, we've had faces on the microphone during a match with their mm-hmm. opponent. Like, it's, I don't know. I, I think that the way it's presented um, the way that she's not doing anything outside of the rules of wrestling. Like she's not breaking any rules even if Well not she's yet. Going we haven't had like, Yeah. Um even if she's going against like certain mores and, and my thing was more I didn't see any of it as bullying. And the calls that we got on Monday and the emails that we got on Monday were almost to a T, like wow, Nia was anti bullying, now she's bullying people. I'm like, who did she bully? Like um, yeah, no, there wasn't a yeah, bully. Again, maybe again, that, but the, the jobber was in there to get, like, well, you're there to fight. To be a it's not her like, fault that you were terrible. Like, yeah, she, she beat yeah, a person up that was there to get beat up, that knew, mm-hmm. or I should say that knew she she could get beat up or whatever. Like, that that was fine. There was no bullying. And Ronda Rousey is more than capable of standing up for herself. So the, there was yeah, like she was not a heel because, to me, like she was not a heel in that segment because she bullied somebody. Like she was a heel because she yeah. acted like a like a cocky jerk and talked talked bad to the crowd and stuff. So, and and yeah, I mean, and I will say her how she treated the jobber. Like that's still a thing, but I wouldn't call it bullying. It was just beating somebody the fuck up that's in the ring with you, and the bell went ding. Like, but know, I mean, again, like, if you, take, if you take away telling the crowd to be quiet, what she did was exactly what Braun Strowman does, almost to a T. Like, we saw Braun Strowman not beat up uh, Finn Balor last week after the match 
but we saw him get annoyed and beat up Bobby Roode. And all Bobby Roode did was laugh and cheer. Like, it's just not... What she did wasn't so different from what other people who are aligned as faces are doing that I found it really interesting that people were so quick to jump on her her actions outside of the context of what you said because nobody brought up the fact that she said anything to the crowd. It was like her, her mannerisms and her speech, and it was like, well, that's exactly what another guy did earlier in the show and has been doing for weeks, but you cheer him because you like him. Like, it was, I don't know. Like, I don't blame. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the them. argument of this is like, it's like they do it too kind of thing. Like, that's not. <laughs> no, that is my argument, except I sound like an adult when I say it. But no, yeah. they do it no, too. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, it's, it's legit. Yeah. You may absolutely made your argument. But to me, it's just like, yeah, that's just not the, that's just when not a credible in, one. It, it happens to work in this situation. When you throw <laughs> in you're like, hey, that's how they interact with, uh, with the crowd, too, then I'm kind of like, okay. Like, that's telling the crowd to shut up is a heel move. Yeah, that's but, right. But, again, contextually, like, that wasn't what anybody referenced. And so it was like, it's weird. the way I So that's solidified like, for me. Yeah. Like, she's talking tough, like, about her opponent, and she's not afraid yeah. of her opponent. To me, there's nothing yeah. inherently heel about that. Like, Mojo Rowley came out talking crazy, and Seth Rollins was like, all right, get in the ring, and I'm going to beat you up. Like, it's... Yeah. I was I more know. impressed that she held herself or carried herself, like, so so confidently, and I wasn't thinking, like, oh, look at her. She's trying to be tough. I was legit That's like, damn, she's, like, too. standing up to uh, Ronda Rousey and talking that shit, and, 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 yeah. I, and I'm buying it. You know, so, I think that we give the um, like everybody from that family tree. I think that we give them a lot of credit for being really athletic, um, regardless of like their physical size or stature. Like they're they're all athletes. We give them that, but I think that we don't have the conversation enough about how charismatic they are as trash talkers. And you know, Rikishi, when he was allowed to be, was pretty good at that. We know how good the Usos are at it. We know how good the Rock is at it. Um, I didn't know that Nia Jax had that, and she does, and she's clearly good at it. And, like, we've seen when Roman Reigns gets to do other stuff that he's pretty good at it. And and so, like, that was just, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like they, you know, they're like any other family, but I feel like they bust on each other and everybody's funny, and they compete (laughs) over attention in that family. You know what I mean? And she – Show that yeah. she can hold it through, and that was, that was really cool. Right, I mean, imagine, you know, the Usos, like the extra dynamic of being twins on top of that, and living mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, just having that kind of, uh, not even a Bay Area, but living in where they lived in the Bay Area and who they clearly mm-hmm. were influenced by. Uh, that's just a part of that our culture of you know, you know, yeah. you know, busting, snapping, bidding, whatever you call it. Yeah, it was just uh, I was really impressed that she was that she was able to do that, and it's just like oh, you just always just like if they let people be more natural to who they are and not just try to make them fit for what they're doing in the moment, it could be so much more effective. It really could, because she comes at people next on Twitter when they talk crazy about it, and so she clearly has that in her. But uh, yeah, it was really good. Um. <laughs> uh, 
are kind of attacking me in a text uh, thread. Uh, I mean, do you deserve it? No, because it's about bullshit-ass Batman, so of course I don't. Oh, so you deserve it. Okay. Like that was... <laughs> soon as I... Yeah, as soon as you said what came up, I'm like, no, yeah, you deserve it. This isn't, this isn't right. So, anyway. Um, so what's the... Um, I mean... Okay, so the poll was that it was 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 you know heel face Nia Jax. Is that kind of like the 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 thing as well, headline wise? I think so, and I mean unless I mean on the SmackDown I mean, what side. Bigger thing, what was a bigger story? I mean, to me, yeah. that was uh, number one. It was well done. Like that's like what you want it to be, and uh, you know it made people in, beyond the heel face Nia Jax stuff. Like, it just made people, like, get excited about, like, seeing that match. And Nia was super convincing, like, man, whoever thought of the psychology of, I mean, it's not a hard thing to come up with. Like, well, she's got this finisher. Is she strong enough in, uh, um, you know, tech, does she have the technique to be able to put somebody so big and strong in that move? And it's just so simple, but it works so well. And then the, have the jobber out there, let her put the move on her. Like, go ahead. No, 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 here we go. And then she's like, ah, ah, ah. And it just stands up out of it, power slam, power bombs her out of the move. Oh, oh, and, but he holds her up in the power bomb first. And, like, I'm good, smiles, and then slams. It was, yeah, just so well done. Um, yeah. It's nice that it's nice to have – you know, women not named Charlotte, Sasha, or Bailey at the center of something that's like, uh, you know, getting people talking. Yeah. Or Stephanie, even for that matter. So. Yeah, and I mean, the speculation is that this is a way to get Stephanie back in the fold as either handler, advocate, or, you know, benefactor. What? Of Nia Jax? Yeah. And it's just like, I hope not. Yeah, if I trusted Stephanie to be, like, I would see just, oh, the 2018 woman version of, you know, when she basically killed Jericho, had it leading into WrestleMania, um, uh, eight, uh, nineteen. No, whenever. What the fuck? Oh, oh seven. What, what WrestleMania was that? Damn, I, I'm usually good with this, right? That's right, my wheel. WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania? he won it back at 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 Vengeance or whatever. Two thousand one. So oh two. So eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Rock and Hogan. Right, right. Everybody thought Rock and Hogan should have been the main event, not Jericho. Fuck those people. Um. Um, yeah, I don't because she because remember Steph came on and had Jericho walking her dog and like the leash like went through like like fell like into the dog shit. It was just demeaning bullshit. Not how you treat your world champion stuff. And I could just see her. Yeah, I could see her being really good in this thing and Nia being a killer. With Stephanie screaming, you know, doing her her shrill thing uh, as her as her herald, 
and and Heater. But I don't trust her. It <laughs> did not make it all about herself. Yeah, exactly. I that is. So. All righty. Let's um, keep things moving. And um, <laughs> problematic showing on Twitter being problematic. So it's, you know, day ending in Y. The Dark Knight is the best movie that's ever been made. Fuck you and happy birthday. And yeah, I have the Katie Holmes one laptop case. I know, Craig. And that ain't even what we're talking about. We're talking about Tom King's run uh, writing Batman in the comics. So, and I'm, and I'm, and you know, I'm torn because Tom King is amazing and Batman is the opposite of amazing. So it's like, ugh, what do I do? So, yeah. Anyway, take a call. <laughs> Kylan's been hanging on for a pretty long time, so let's talk to him. Kylan, what's going on, what man? Up? Not much, Travis. Happy birthday, and how are, how are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. Thanks, man. We're doing good, yeah. So, to start us off, I have some possibly breaking news on the... It's either breaking or it's not. (laughs) ...on the Fox TV deal. What's this possibly, maybe, sort of breaking news? According to the Hollywood Reporter, Rupert Murdoch, his son Lachlan, and two Fox and two Fox sports executives, along with some twentieth. Some 20th Century Fox business executive met with Triple H and Stephanie on the 17th of this month, and Rupert Murdoch told Stephanie and Triple H that NBC Universal and the president of USA Network are, quote, extremely embarrassed by your product. And you need to come here so that we can treat you better than USA Network would ever treat you. Yeah. What do you feel about these statements that Rupert Murdoch made to Triple H and Stephanie? Yeah, no, I got it. Um, they're they they strong statements. I mean, and 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 it's not like as even someone that you know, like in our position that has an idea of what's going on, even if it's just that, just an just an idea. 
that's uh that's uh man that's 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 explicit and it's it's strong <laughs> just leave it at that yeah but, oh, yeah. oh I was gonna say that's where I was going with that people like us that are just kind of know a little bit have an idea we not, we're not we can't be like that's not true because we know wrestling and we know it's history. And we know the president of the USA or whoever has a has a, all the right to, you know, feel the shame. Yeah, make that money too, but you know, I get it. I get why he's like fucking wrestling. I gotta depend on this to make money and to make my, make my numbers. Exactly. Wish I didn't have to, but I mean, we all have moments like that when in, in life and in career and shit. So, but it is not surprising. Yeah, no, I think that's. And I it's think not that surprising is that somebody like Rick Murdoch would throw that in their face like that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. That's, that's how you go about it, I think. Like, if they don't love you like I can love <laughs> you, that's that's pimping, is what it is. And I mean, like, he's really, really like, I mean, no, I don't have any shame. Like, I'll hack mm-hmm. into dead girls' emails and put that shit on the cover of my tabloids. I'll, you know, support the worst type of policy. You know, he's like, I'm a scumbag, and I will embrace you. I will embrace yeah. what you do. This is America. And and if you, he, the, what I read later, I don't know if it was a part of the same article or whatever, but it, it also, UFC and what is thought to be, you know, higher brow sports, quote unquote, entertainment, um, isn't doing nearly the ad dollars. Like, it's completely flipped. Like I talked about a week or two ago, um, you know, WWE has a has a has a a stigma and a certain type of demo. The numbers are bigger, but the the rates are you can't charge the same. Well, that's apparently I, I can't make that argument anymore because UFCs has fallen and WWEs are, are the primo kind of not, not primo. It's not like a golf audience or a t- you know which is way smaller, but you're going to advertise like Movado watches and luxury items that, you know, because you got uh, uh, wealthy people watching, uh, uh, or at least certainly more than that are watching wrestling or even UFC. Um, but WWE's in that in that, in that that area of like, you know, just top of the line entertainment, you know, Americana entertainment, football, basketball, you know, just along those regular lines of mainstream sports. UFC is the one that's looked at as, and not because of any blood or or, or or anything that UFC did inherently being UFC, but because they just haven't had marketable fights and stuff, and they've been on a bit of a downturn since the sale because of uh, the talent level and or lack thereof and exciting fights and exciting fan the fan base. So, yeah getting that money. I mean, it's really in a lot of ways counterintuitive that five years ago we were talking about they're lucky they got what they got, and now we're, and the landscape is, has changed. Like, WWE didn't do anything but hold steady or maybe get a little worse. <laughs> you know, if you go back to what they were doing in 2013, you know, Roxena, it's like, I mean, or you could say they were doing a, they're doing a little better. But not, like, markedly better. They're just Steady and pushing some folks people want to see, and not a bunch of old timers at the moment because they've cycled out of that because they can't anymore, really. 
but they're not they haven't done anything in the last five years that you like, oh yeah, now I see why they're a billion dollar they can sell one of their one of their T V shows for a billion bucks and get six hundred million whatever the numbers are all that shit, like but you can't like point to one thing besides oh, things around them changed. Circumstances changed. Yeah. And I'm not fucked yeah. up to be advantage. <laughs> yeah, when circumstances change, you you know. If they weren't if they hadn't put things in place, you know, so credit to them somewhere. I don't want to like a no, my, shit one of my me. favorite things in like in in media is there's this trope in Dragon Ball Z where they train in higher gravity than the Earth. And, you know, you move around in higher gravity, you're a cartoon, so it doesn't actually crush your spine. So when you get back to normal gravity, you're that much stronger and that much faster. So it finally plays out in a scenario where you have, like, your three heroes, and they're going, like, level to level on this spaceship fighting bad guys. And Vegeta is just beating the crap out of this guy, Pui Pui. Like, he's smoking him. And so Pui Pui's trump card is that he goes to a planet that has ten times the Earth's gravity. And Vegeta just looks at him and laughs. He was like, maybe if it was a hundred times gravity, it would be a problem, but I barely even feel it. And then he calls his bluff and gets whooped. And so, like, yeah, WWE didn't so much change as the landscape changed. And since they weren't out there messing up what they were doing, they ended up benefiting largely from this. So, you know, salute, like, salute to them for, I guess, you know, seeing the big picture and seeing the long game, and it played out for them perfectly. It sure did. And, uh, you know, they had to take some, you know, some lumps and some heat. Uh, especially with the main roster over the last five years. I mean, it's not been perfect. Everybody's not content at who's getting pushed, who's on top, who's, you know, on the next tier. And it's always, you know, push this guy, don't push that guy. But there's something to be said about uh, uh, holding steady. I mean, (laughs) you know, when hundreds of millions of dollars are on the line, and you just continue to make hundreds of millions of dollars, like that's a very, very good thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, and you're, where you're not dropping the, you know, significant. And then when things can come around and you can cash in and, yeah, 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 money, money. So, uh, Kylan, did you have uh, any follow-up or another question for us? Oh, Quickly, in in addition to that, it, it looks like there will be a, an additional WWE program because uh, apparently Rupert promised them some type studio of studio. Last week or the week before, uh, maybe it was um, 
Well, it's not probably was Terrell about the, them doing a, a studio show. Oh, somebody asked, would they put Wade or Dave or in it? That was this was like so absurd. Like, no. Like, WWE would not let even if Fox, even if somebody high up, even if Rupert Murdoch himself, you know, uh, 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 has been a longtime subscriber to the Torch or Observer or something over the years. Ain't no way Triple H and WWE and Vince and the guys gonna be like, yeah, no, nah, ain't giving them a show, give them press, give them a platform. What the fuck kind of shit? So, yeah, but a studio show with like just some some Fox Sports One guys that like wrestling or whatever that that hit the part that's gonna that, that's gonna play the game, so to speak. Yeah, I mean. You know, or if it's if it's a Renee Young, you know, in there once in a while doing, you know, the equivalent of a talking smack. Right. I mean, She's got that TSN uh, yeah, or Canadian uh, stuff, so they're not going to yeah, look at her as um, some 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 low budget type. Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm yeah, give Renee Young a half hour and some real. But but it, it's still up to then. It's up to WWE to let to give her to let her like to not constrain her so much. Yep. Like talking smack was my, like twenty minutes once a month. It was fine. But if you're going to do some some real, uh, you know, like give her a real uh, budget and all that kind of, you can't. Yeah, it's got to be. Got to let her. Got to let her be. Yep. Uh, and my second question is in regards to upcoming WWE network specials and/or programming with WWE. Scheduled to tape the second annual May Young Classic on the dates of August 7th and 8th, as well as having the two UK tournaments coming on June 18th and 19th with the announcement of a of a permanent UK program coming on one of those dates. Are, are either of you excited about the prospect of watching another May Young Classic or a full-time program surrounding the UK division at some point soon. I'm looking forward to another May Young Classic. I'm I'm not not looking forward to another UK tournament, but I'm not looking forward to another UK tournament. Of all the tournaments they had, that was the one I didn't particularly care for the, the most. I watched it and it was fine, but I didn't really care. That's probably the one I like the most <laughs> because it's like yeah. it's that hard hitting, like at times like lumbering 
uh, but lumbering in a good way. Like, it's really physical. Um, and there's less, you know, less flips and jumps, but there still exists. Um, I'm a big fan of the U.K. tournament. Like, to me, the U.K. tournament is the closest thing you'll get to, like, the super athletic stuff in ECW. I mean, you get that smaller venue. Everybody's really into it. Everything looks like it hurts. Like, I'm really a big fan of that. So I'm excited about a tournament. Kylan, I don't want another weekly wrestling show. Like, (laughs) I like the idea of watching a Raw or a SmackDown typically during the week, and then I really like the idea of watching NXT over the course of a day on Thursday. Like, I don't want another thing that I feel obligated to tune into. I love the idea of, like, a tournament. And I'm sure, like, if it's a one-hour show, like the U.K. show, that's something I'd happily, like, work into my schedule. But am I excited about the prospect of an additional wrestling show? No. No, I'm not. So, so appreciate that, Kylan. Um, I want to get to an email, Cam, that we got last week. And I didn't get to, to, but it was specifically for you. So uh, I, I held on to it, and it's not timely. It's uh, So, yeah, I'll just get to it. So John chimes in. John from, it doesn't say. Um, hey, guys, this question's for Cam. Uh, I noticed on your Twitter profile that you live in Texas. Uh, did you grow up there? So you want to answer that first for him? Oh, that's, that's a cool question. So, Yes and no. Um, I'm originally from Southern Maryland. I lived in Southern Maryland until I was eight. Uh, then I lived in Wyoming until I was 11. And I lived in San Antonio from 11 until, depending on how you look at it, 11 until college graduation or 11 until 17. Because I moved to Austin for college um, at 17. So I've been a kind of resident of Austin since 03 and a full-time resident of Austin since 08. So, I mean, I'm 32, so the majority of my life has been in Texas, but it depends on how you define growing up. But I've been here since I was 11. So he continues, "Uh, I've been a huge Rap-A-Lot fan since the 90s. But being from Montreal, I've never actually met or spoken spoken to anyone who was into the Ghetto Boy, Scarface, or just Southern rap altogether. Hell, a lot of the CDs from Rap-A-Lot had to be imported by the stores I went to. That meant placing an order directly with the manager and paying 10 to 15 bucks more than a, than a regular CD. Fuck that, man. It was already with CD. Was, <laughs> me and Josh were, I think we're, me and Josh were getting back, getting into this, um, kind of joking back and forth, like, uh, maybe it's me and Steve, but whatever. It was like, oh yeah, seventeen ninety nine for a CD in like nineteen ninety four. I'm fourteen. Where am I getting eighteen dollars to get a CD? Oh, you didn't get it on sale the first week it came out. Twenty one ninety nine now. Like wow, where am I getting twenty two bucks to you know? So um, so I can't. Imagine then, you know, ten or fifteen dollars surcharge, you know, import fee. Damn. So like, I mean, just yeah, the way we think about music now is just so different. (laughs) Like the idea of paying someone for their hard work is like (laughs) now it's just like what you do that for the 
shits and giggles. Yeah, this is one of those things that, again, age kind of comes into play because, I mean, everybody's, regardless of where you live, is kind of a Ghetto Boys fan. Like, you like some of their music or all of their music, um, and then, you know, you get to the late 90s and everybody kind of reveres Scarface as one of those guys. Um, And I always think of probably, it's like later rap a lot though, like Scarface from 2002 when The Fix came out was big everywhere but really big down here. Like people who made, like people who did mixtapes, like everybody made something off of the My Block beat or, um, the Guess Who's Back beat with Jay-Z and uh, Beanie Siegel. So that was, like, really big. Um, I wasn't, like, a big do-or-die guy, even though I know, like, Josh is. Um, but living down here, it's one of those things, like, you live in Austin, you've met Bushwick Bill, like, four or five times because he's just on the block and, like, is a very approachable guy who wants to talk to you and wants to shake your hand and wants to talk about music with you. So that was always cool. Like, when you get to, like, the early 2000s, like, 03, 04, when, like, Slim Thug is doing stuff through rap a lot. Um, like, everybody's a big Slim Thug fan because he's making, he's, like, at the height of his mixtape stuff with him and Boss Hog Out Loves and even doing stuff with Swisher House. Um, and then when you get to, like, around 04, 05, that's when Devin the Dude kind of has his coming out party. And I was a big Devin the Dude fan. Like, I used to go to his shows that he'd have here in Austin. Devin the Dude? Devin the Dude, yeah. Um, like, dude. Devin the Dude's song, Anything, is like, it's one of those mood songs that when you feel a way, that's what you play. So, yeah, Devin the Dude's amazing. Um, and then Zero comes along, and just his cadence and flow. I had people over Saturday and Sunday, and we're sitting there in the apartment with the blinds open listening to I Hate You, Bitch, which is classic song. And then, you know, then Rap-A-Lot does the solo UGK stuff. Like, they do the Bumby Trill album, which was huge down here. Um, does the Posthumous Pimp C album, so that's a big thing. So, like, I'm, I am a Rap-A-Lot fan, but, you know, I was, I didn't get to Texas until, what did I say, I was 11, so that's like 90, 96, 97. So this is after a lot of their early stuff, but by the time I'm old enough to listen to and buy music, is like the Devin the Dude stuff, uh, the later Scarface stuff. And then, you know, I'm in college when Zero's kind of at his height, and I went to school with a bunch of kids from Houston. So I listened to a lot of Zero back then. Um, then, like I said, you get the Zero stuff. You start to get the Trey stuff, which I'm really into. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm a fan, but I would have to say I'm probably a late adopter if we're thinking about rap a lot as a whole. And it's one of those things where – Last time, the last time and the only time I was in Vegas, I'm like standing, uh, you know, 15 feet from from Jazz Prince, Jay Prince's son, and he has literally 50 guys around him that I can't beat up. So yeah, I'm kind of in tune with the whole rap a lot thing, and a fan of it, and afraid of it. So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, uh, just not for me, but. Uh, or not my question, but yeah, only thing I really knew about rap a lot was the ghetto. I mean, I knew Scarface, but the Ghetto Boys. I never really. I had that Mr. Scarface is back uh, tape, and I just could never get in it past the opening 
opening track, I think the title track, Mr. Scarface is back. But I loved that Ghetto Boys album. I had that when I was like 10 or 11. Just that the the, the, the one with Mind Playing Tricks on me. Um, uh, what is the name of that album? Ghetto Boys. Uh, we we can't be stopped. So mm-hmm. that's just a yeah classic rap album. That's that's like a. Desert Island kind of thing. If someone had, uh, posed me that question, hey, twenty-five albums that that might might be on there. Like, hey, you can only take twenty-five <laughs> albums with you. <laughs> you know, you're about to be stranded or whatever. Um, but yeah, you really answered. I mean, it's it's amazing because the next part of his question is just basically what you already went through. My questions are all, all over a bit, but in essence, I was wondering if you. Uh, also grew up a fan. If you a, I was wondering a if you grew up a fan. Obviously, you answered that. B, how were how big were rap a lot rappers in the area of Texas you grew up in? Uh, if you did grow up in Texas, and C, uh, who are or were some of your favorite talents from the label? So I think you <laughs> yeah. unprompted. And a, and a big thing about it, I mean, living in, even though I grew up in San Antonio, like that music's there and there aren't local San Antonio rappers or Austin rappers or a whole lot of Dallas rappers um, outside of like Devin. So the majority of the local stuff, quote unquote, that you hear oh, well. is from Houston, you know, like most of it's Houston stuff. So, and then again, you get to college, you go to, you go to UT and most of the people who aren't from small towns are either from Dallas or Houston. So that's the music they bring with them. And then, again, when you get to, like, 2004, that's, like, still tipping era with Mike Jones and Paul Wall and Slim Thug. So, like, basically, it's that trickle-down theory of, like, when The Rock comes in, it makes more money for everybody when it's WrestleMania time. So that's when, like, these rap-a-lot acts, can tour more, can can do like your South by Southwest, can get more of this stuff on the radio because everybody wants that same sound. So when you look at um, what's the song with uh, you could get thrown from Bun B. That's probably like the biggest song that wasn't a big song everywhere because it had a Jay Z verse on there. Every pool party, every house party, like you're gonna hear that. So yeah, I was um, like again, kind of a late adopter, but rap a lot as a commercial success was probably at its height during the time that I was in college. So just inundated with that stuff a lot. And, um, like, Zero makes less music now, but you got, like, a Trey who can make music kind of forever and and always be able to sell. And then Bun B, who can always come back and do a solo album. So, yeah, I was I was around for a lot of it. And I have I was around people who chronicled it, like, who, who worked on their videos, who did their art, um, you you may you may be able to dig really really deep and find a mixtape that I'm on that they're also on. Like <laughs> I know that sounds weird. That's a different story for a different time. But but yeah, I was kind of in the mix when all that was going on. Uh, I know when Big Mello died in the early 2000s, he got a short write up in the New York Times, which I would think speaks to how big a de- how big of a deal rap a lot was. Anyway, thanks for taking my question, John. Uh PS, how often are you told that you sound a lot like Tavis Smiley? I thought I thought of this even before finding out that he follows you. Snap. Big time. All right, Tavis Smiley follows who? You? I, I, I'm assuming this is still for you. Yeah, I, I, know he fo- I just checked it like he follows me. That's cool. 
Um, <laughs> I, I've literally never heard that until now, but that's, I mean, that's a good company to be in. That's cool. Yeah. No, I don't sound like Tavis Smiley. All right. But, yeah, thanks, John, for that email. Much appreciated. And while we're on emails, let's uh, just answer Jabron's. Uh, Jabron from Vegas, he says, uh, uh, so it's looking like Rhonda is about to be in, about to be the female Brock. I could be wrong, but I really hope they don't use her in that way. I just don't think the women's division could continue to grow if they if they uh, go that way with her. She's always with her, always holding her belt. I, I think just in the general idea, I, I agree. I think she should be dominant, but there's no need for her to be, you know, for the next, you know three to five years the champion and super dominant. Yeah, I Shinsuke I mean it's that thing I you don't want that same pushback, so I think they're trying to tell this story in a different way. Um I would if it was me and I know that I kinda got this money secured, I got time to tell the story Man, I would find a way to have this match end in some kind of schmoz and have Ronda not win the title until WrestleMania. Yeah. I would just try to find a way. Like, oh, man, yeah. because maybe when different people are in charge, you can have that dominant champion that's featured that you can tell a story on. But, man, they just – people are so against the way that they book Brock Lesnar and – to me, like I understand the criticism of four years match. later, five years later. Yeah, they weren't I, I like the, in 2013 when he's throwing John Cena around and kicking his ass at SummerSlam and taking the title and you know Suplex City and every remember that shirt that's that, that Suplex City coming to a town near you special uh, specialized or not specialized localized shirts were <laughs> yeah they were just like hotcakes. Um, it was. Year after year after year is when it, it's mm-hmm. like like the other side of uh, sort of the other side of Roman Reigns. It's just except at least that was over the first at, at one point. Like Roman, they just keep trying and it just never gets over. But Brock, mm-hmm. it's just like man, this isn't what it once was. But they're pushing it like it like it's twenty fourteen. Yeah. I just, I'd wait because I don't want her to, even if she beats every woman on the Raw roster, I don't want them all to lose title matches, um, you know, with her as a champion. And then, you know, by hook or by crook, get to her. Like, I just think there are stories to tell while somebody's not a champion and that other people being involved in the title picture with her not being there make for better opponents. Um and and I am not one of those people who is against somebody being pushed to the moon immediately. Like I, I that's not a problem for me. It's the people writing the story of somebody being pushed to the moon that's more of an issue. Like maybe the coolest thing in sports right now is that like the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the expansion team, are in the Stanley Cup final. Like that's a really cool story. Um, the way that they came together. But just there's something organic about yeah, it doesn't happen. Like, we did have that thing where the second year of their existence that the Panthers and the Jaguars are both in their conference title games. Like, that was a really cool thing 
if you're a really big nerd. But they didn't get to the big shows, so it wasn't like a big story. But I just think that they're not equipped to tell that story at this point. So I'd rather it be some time before she's champion and they kind of run with it. Just uh, rather they pump the brakes just a little bit and find more stories to tell while other people are involved in the title picture. So when it's finally time for her to be champion, there are, there are credible people to face going forward. And also, just to maximize her talent and her the eyeballs she brings, like okay, you could have her, you could put her in for since uh, since it's been going has been good, like the the Rousey Nia stuff. The contract sign. I, you know, I had an issue with the, the red carpet challenge, but whatever. Beyond that, like the contract signing was good. The stuff from Monday night was good. So so far, it's been good. But even if the build up to her versus Nia is really well done, and people are genuinely excited, and she just, but it's just wrestling fans, just run of the mill, normal two and a half to you know two point nine million people. You're going to get to watch your show. Uh, you do that at WrestleMania, obviously. That the, the just the eyeballs and the attention. Where if you're doing this build up in February and March, leading into a WrestleMania, that's going to get a, you know Sports Center and all these folks uh, moist. That that just for that reason alone, you don't have Ronda win a, win her first title. You know, in her second match or whatever, third match ever at Money in a Bank in June. Just, yeah, you build that anticipation. And because she jumped the line, because she was challenged, a schmoz or even a blatant Nijax DQ, I don't think... uh, you know, uh, Ronda's do, do any kind of rematch. Like, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. so you can have this be an absolute one-off and even end it in some kind of, you know, controversy or yeah. whatever. There there are more stories to tell, um, and, I, and I just think that everybody's best served if we find a way to get to those stories and not stick on on this one too long as far as, as her being champion, just because there's so much time to fill, and I don't, just on a weekly basis, to, and the other thing about Brock that I want to bring up, Travis, as soon as Ronda isn't there for two weeks, people talk. You know, like, as soon as she misses a week, it becomes a conversation. And a lot of that is because of what happened with Brock. So, So, just like you said, it was years before people had an issue with how Brock was used, but with wrestling, once we're there, we're there. There's so much comparison. And not only are we, once we're there, just like you alluded to, we're ready to now put that on somebody else. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, here, this is the thing. This is what they do now. Now Now everybody is, or, you know, just if you can paste it onto a situation, you know, we'll do that. And uh, I think people would quickly, because... Like the com- the questions being asked, hey, is she going to be the female Brock? I mean, it's just a natural question, so people are just immediately going to be looking for her to be getting treated and pushed uh, uh, like Brock, not just 
Ah, she's doing the block boy. Uh, not just uh, on screen, or not just, yeah, on screen and in the ring, but schedule-wise. Is she showing up? So, uh, and continuing with Jabron's questions, he says, uh, there's been talk that Keith Lee signed on WrestleMania weekend, and I know, Trav, that's your guy. Uh, how do you think he'll do in WWE? I know for a few other guys uh, were signed. Wait, I know a few other guys were signed, or it was said they were signed uh, that weekend as well. I, how do you think? Uh, how do you think they'll do in WWE? Um, well, I'm, I'll stick. I'll stick specifically with Keith Lee because that's. I, I don't know about anybody else that got signed that week, or I don't remember. So unless unless you do, Cam. Um, yeah, I'll just stick with Keith Lee. I think he's going to do well. Um, I think he's he won't have he won't he'll get as far as like how he looks. I think he'll get the best of both worlds, right? Like he's not going to get because of how he's shaped. He looks different enough than Kevin Owens, right? Like he's not big in that way. Similar, but it's just it's a different more wide, burly chest than stomach, right? But there's still big dudes that don't have defined, sculpted, ripped muscles. But I think he'll get looked at as a guy that doesn't need that and also won't get that Kevin Owens treatment, even, you know, that subconscious, like, this fucking guy in his T-shirt. Even though Keith Lee probably will wrestle in a... Probably a singlet, but still. Um, so I think he'll he's already he's already uh, damn Lana he's already uh, oh shit she broke it down. <laughs> Keith Lee's already ahead of the game I think just because of the expectations of what he's you know brings to the table visually. Such a, this feels like such a a throwback, this dance-off that Lana and Naomi are having. Like, I'm watching this, it feels like it should be in a... I guess it's 07? Like, what was happening? And I get it, it, these are two dancers, and that's why. At least it makes sense in that aspect. At least they can actually dance. At least they're not just like, hey, go out there and this bikini and like fucking rub around and you know that kind of shit but this feels like a bit of a throwback with a dance contest between two women not some J- not JR and Cole or something silly alright anyway thanks Jabron for the email let's head back to the phone lines let's first Guy back here. There we go. Right. So, guys, let, let me answer uh, real quick. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Keith Lee, <laughs> like, let me talk. Um, no, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, no, it's pretty interesting. We had a long conversation about him um, on You, Me, and Wrestling, just kind of those anytime guys. Um, and I just think that, you know, looking at him in person uh, a while back, like him being different than Kevin Owens in that he's not cut up 
but he is bigger than everybody in the ring. You know, and he, I think the best way I describe it, he looks like a strong person actually looks, as opposed yes. to, yes, you know, like, like a, a like a back in the day strong guy. Uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think that. And I could see, like you're saying, them putting him in, like, a singlet to maybe mask some of that. But on the flip side, like, I know the NXT crowd is different than the main WWE crowd. But, man, you let him go out there and do a pounce or two of one of those, you know, uh, press in the power slams like he, uh, like Goldberg used to do, like Keith Lee does, I think it'll be over in a minute. You know, especially if you get those few people to start to bask in his glory chance, like an NXT I think he's off to the races, uh, regardless of that kind of different look. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't disagree. Let's, um, who are we going to bring on here? Let's, uh, you know what, let's talk to this weird number here. I know Craig's been on hold longer, but hang in there, Craig. Um, it's a three five eight number, but <laughs> there are no dashes in the entire number, so I, I think it might be uh, not a real place. Yeah, definitely parts unknown. It's not even uh, yeah, three five. Excuse me, three five eight isn't even a. Uh, the first thing that comes up is a Wikipedia article. About the year 358 was a common year starting on Thursday in the Julian calendar. At the time, it was known as the year of the consulship of Datianus. Yeah. So it doesn't even. All right. So let's uh, let's uh, let's try 358 or whoever. Listen for a beep. Um, if you hear a beep. You're on. Uh, you're on air. So who's this? Where are you from? Actually, I heard unmuted, but uh, it's the same. Oh yeah, you're right. I used to get on uh, somebody about that. Like, no, it's not a beep anymore. It says muted and unmuted. So yeah. So you're yeah, unmuted. Yeah. So who is this? And where yeah, are you from? So, so uh, uh, it's it's uh, Vince White Flame, not parts unknown. It's Finland actually. Ah. Yes. Vince, long time no here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's been forever, but uh, I'm back. Uh, are you what, are you like, watching? Like I, I don't know. I don't know what morning, your time Three in the morning. Is. Um, it's yeah, half past two. Pretty late. Going to bed as soon as I'm done with this call. But uh, you know, I, I'm a musician, so uh, my regular hours, I guess. Yeah, um, well, well, first of all, you're you're in a really weird time zone because I just finished watching SmackDown and you know I'm I'm a day late. So uh, how late are you? Oh, I'm watching it on Hulu. So oh, not okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering. You're, you're like in a negative zone or something like that. Yeah, upside down watching TV. <laughs> yeah. So, but but you've seen uh, SmackDown already, or like, or are we are we doing spoilers here for you? No, I'm watching it now. You spoil. I've, I've got all the alerts last night as I was not watching I, it live. 
Okay, okay. That's uh, yeah, I, I agree with you on the dance off. It felt like um, I don't know, two thousand nine or something like that. But I was waiting for Lay Cool to come out and break it up or something like that. <laughs> right. But but my favorite part, and I I could watch this every week, was just you know the Usos and, and um, Rusev just reacting like they had a really good like background facial. So that was some good stuff. Yeah, so the dancing itself, they were they were good, especially when uh, Ren- uh, when uh, Naomi did did the split or something, or dropped it like it was dropped it like it's hot. Something <laughs> they were in the background. I'm like, I hope yeah, that yeah. I hope that's the the husband, because if you're like if that what if that's the the brother-in-law, <laughs> you're standing there watching. She's like, oh yeah, look at that, drop it low, low, <laughs> like you're kind of in a like conflicted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would. We we can see that on the episode of uh, what's that driving show they have. They can they can pass it out later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, the three way driving, bring it to the <laughs> yeah. bring it to the parking lot or something. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I got I got two things. Um, number one with the Fox deal, and uh, as usual, I'm still Team Blue. I mostly only watch SmackDown. I don't really watch Raw. So thank you, Transplit. But uh, now, now that they're going to Fox, I was just wondering: um, is Fox Sports conservative, and might that affect kind of, I don't yeah. know, like no, for, no. Yeah. We actually had someone uh, the first week this stuff came out, like asking about like Fox, the channel, like the the, the channel, you know, Simpsons and and all those guys come on, yeah, yeah. the regular broadcast channel, and it's like no, they're not like. Shows even make jokes about that. Like Simpsons had an entire episode about a uh, 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 right-wing outrage machine that is Fox News and Fox Broadcast Channel. Like, how can one be so conservative, one one be so liberal? And it was just this whole thing that they, that, that they did on the show. So, so no, it, it, Fox News is a separate division from Fox Entertainment and Fox. Uh, Fox, you know, broadcasting and Fox Sports and all that stuff. Okay, so it's safe to say that uh, I like to stress, like about, like they, again, like Travis is 100 percent right on what he says, but like I'm a big college football guy. I do not like their cameras. I don't think their cameras are good, and I hope that that's not something that carries over. But like watching a broadcast on ESPN, like a college football um, game. And then watching the college football game on Fox Sports, it's like night and day. It's like a totally different thing. Mm. So yeah. I really hope that's not something that carries over. But yeah, as far as like the slant, um, as far as like the uh, the verbiage, no, that that's not something that happens. Like I'm like right now, I'm trying to imagine like uh, a, con- a two conservative like announcers sit there and talk about this. You know, these majority, and that's not just conservative because, like, probably most of the announcers in their personal lives probably are conservative, but I'm imagining, like, a conservative slant on these games played by the majority black players. Like, that would be really interesting. Uh, but, no, as far as what you're doing here, you shouldn't have to worry about anything, like, any flat-out lies told about, well, there are flat-out lies wrestling, but no more so than you're hearing <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I really like AJ Styles, but I don't want that side of AJ Styles on my feet. So. 
Right. Imagine they give AJ Styles a ten to eight minute segment, and he gets to talk the gay community. <laughs> you know, we're talking about blue lives fucking matter, all lives matter, some bullshit. Fucking yeah. scumbag. Get him and Kid Rock on yeah. there, you know, because he like <laughs> laughed uproaringly at Kid yeah. Rock's show at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, but good to good to know, good to know. So because you know, Team Blue all the way. And, and that's interesting. When was go. the last time you watched Raw regularly? Like, has it been uh, years uh, or since the brand split? The day day and I, I left well, like two years ago. Or so. I, I'll watch a couple of episodes, you know, every now and then. Plus, I kind of, um, you know, YouTube's really good for uh, clips. Oh, okay. You kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to spend three hours or two and a half hours, you know, take yeah. the commercial stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, SmackDown, yeah, that's, that's, been my, that's been my thing. Uh, I really enjoy them. There's, there's not, not this kind of distraction stuff of, this guy kind of supposed to be over, but uh, you know the usual. Uh, SmackDown kind of is just a show as it's supposed to be, and uh, yeah, I enjoy how, it. How how in Finland would the Fox uh, thing affect you and you guys uh, over there as far as the channels? And, I don't because obviously I'm sure you. I mean, do you get Sci-Fi or not Sci-Fi? Do you get USA Network? Like you probably already watch it on a non like something different. What it's on here. Well, actually, for for years we had no no way of watching it. Um, like um, they used to come kind of like they on a network like a month behind. Uh, so you'd have to kind of you know rip it off from uh, online or something like that. Yeah. CIA. If you're listening, I'm not local, so you know. Uh, but uh, nowadays they uh, upload their stuff on YouTube a day late. Kind of a cool thing they do. I just wish they do it on the um, network because I used to, when I used to pay for it before Saudi Arabia, um, I was like, hey, I'm paying for this thing. So, um, but now I just watch it on YouTube from their channel. It's a day late, but uh, it's fine. Yeah. So, and I caught something there. Did the um, the the Saudi Arabia thing that made you uh cancel your subscription? Yeah, yeah, that was the. Uh, kind of last straw. It was was kind of like, you know, a lot of times, you know, wrestling fans talk and then they don't do anything and then I was like, might as well do something. And then I I was canceled and and, uh, it asked, okay, what's your reasoning for canceling? And I wrote, you know, dealing with Saudi Arabia. So, I did did my share. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. I had a second, second thing also. And it's about Daniel yeah. Bryan. And now that he's been cleared, and clearly he can do like, I don't know, 80, 90% of all the stuff he used to do, like just having regular matches. And um, it seems like the only, like, like he was kind of cleared by all the doctors even back then, and consistently all the time he kept getting cleared. That's a story that really doesn't get talked about. Everybody kind of talks about it like, He's now healthy. When really it seems like the doctor who made the final call kind of um, made the wrong call, and he kind of got away with not admitting that he was wrong because they're playing up this. Oh, now he's healthy. 
Yeah, that's how it's marketed in his comeback on TV. But if you were in the know, you knew, yeah, like doctors all over the world cleared him. It was the WWE's doctors that wouldn't, and those are the doctors that that matter. Um, I don't know how you didn't pivot and and, and, and not – I don't know. You just – I think I don't have an issue with the way WWE framed it. No, I mean, I mean kind of like um, um, like wrestling sites also and uh, fans even like that's that's more of what I'm. Oh, saying okay, about. Like, sure. Everybody just accepted that. Oh, now he's healthy, and that's not really because, true. Yeah, that's not what and happened. because that's the story that they're being told, and yeah, we're all just <laughs> being good boys and going along with yeah, yeah. what we're told. Eat what you eat, what you know, Here fed. comes the airplane, and we open up and fucking eat the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, I just wanted to shine a light on that. But, uh, that's, that's right, well, I might call call another time. Maybe it won't take another two years. Yeah, man, don't be a stranger. Email us, voicemail. You got a, the, our voicemail number. It's multiple ways to yeah, get yeah. at us. Cool. So it's all on you. So it's like this for. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. Have a Thank good night. Bro. Talk to you. Um. What's been what's with Craig the last? couple of hours. He's been like super like overly self deprecating. <laughs> hey guys, I know I'm a piece of shit and everything. But isn't it great? What? Like, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. Why didn't I of course. It's a day his day off. Gotta... It's five or six forty five central. Yes, that man has tied one on and then untied it and tied enough. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send um I'm gonna send like, some uh some who from our sponsor we have a, a beer sponsor oh yeah, yeah we'll yeah. talk about that later <laughs> yes but yeah that'll be cool Craig will like that all right let's uh go to said Craig. Uh, Craig, what's happening? What up? Still vertical? Yeah, all right. So, so, well, yeah, but you you unmute me after the awesome foreign dude. Oh, like this this reminds me of a year ago. You used foreign to always Craig is that what we're saying these the days? Guy. International gentleman. Oh, well, he was he was a okay. Chris, all right. Is- International dinner. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's funny. I uh, hate you so much, and happy birthday, my friend. Thanks, man. This is grand. <sighs> Dude, I bet... I, I, all right, first of all, delete that email I sent you. I sent you an email. You just delete that shit. Because I'm um, on the line with you. Oh, okay, so I'm going to ask it now. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I'll save this uh, for... Uh... Yeah, I don't understand. I, I, just, I didn't read go. the email, but so this guys, sentence stood out for me. I hear Trav bash Christians every week, and it hurts me to hear someone I love bashing. It's like, I do? I mean, I, 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 I do, but I do? Every week? God damn. You do. You do every week. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, right. you do. 
does it come up every week? I just, I'm just, that's what I'm stuck on. I'm not saying no, I don't bash, you know. And I try not to bash individual Christians. They're, you know, it's not. No, their you project. don't. You're no, you're. That's. I love you, man. You're like one of the best people I absolutely interact with every week. And and Cam, dude, Cam. The, a couple days ago on the uh, Wade Keller uh, podcast, dude, you were amazeballs. Like, you, <laughs> you, you, like, when I was listening to you, I was, like, listening, and I, is Cam still there? Cam, are you still there? He is not. Okay, yeah, well, I, I Cam actually, was amazed, Paul. And and I actually oh, think sorry. he was a little uh, a little taken aback by your Man um, crush. Man crush. Like it's uh, you're pouring it on a little tech there, uh, 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 Craig. Did I? No pause. Did I? Did I say he was too awesome? Was amazed, Paul, <laughs> too offensive? I think he was like, fuck this shit, threw his papers up in the air. I was like, I'm out. Because I don't <laughs> yeah. see him on the yeah. Yeah, this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell me how great Cam was on Wade's thing. It's, just, it's fine. Oh, dude, Cam. Cam blew it out of the water, dude. I mean, I, I don't want, I don't want to say he's, he's better than any performance you've ever had. But mm-hmm. No, you like, just did. It's he made, he no. was – no. I, I remember where I was. As long as I'm better than Rick, that's all point. that. That's all that matters. Yeah, he was way better than Rich. Yeah, fuck Rich. Not saying no, he, he was way better, better than, than Rich. Rich. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know if you're no. I tearing off tearing this friendship apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rich is always better than you. About to have but, beef with no, Cam. Cam. Rich about to have beef with Thank me. You. I already got beef with Rich and Bruce on the text message. Those so, so wait a minute. So wait a minute. Am I the am I the big cast in this little feud you guys got going on? Right, am you're I, just kind you of know. there, you know. Yeah, third tier job, you know, not jobber, yep. but you know, maybe we'll give him a push. You know, he's got the size. <laughs> you know, dude, I I, I looked in my. Uh, I looked in my uh, history on on uh, Twitter and shit, mm-hmm. and it was a year ago when I when I got back in the East Coast cast because uh, you guys talked about the Flash and I didn't want spoilers. I finally right. caught up on the Flash, and you know, and I finally called you guys in. I, I well, I finally called into you guys. On yeah. the East Coast cast, because I, I listened to the East Coast cast until you started doing the Flash shit, and then like I was like, no, I can't, I can't, I I need some time. You need to be able to fast forward through all yeah, that. And, yeah, I got you. Well, yeah, I didn't have I didn't have cable or anything, so finally I got uh, Netflix, Netflix or not Netflix. Uh, yeah, it was Netflix. Whatever it was, it, it had. Flash, and then I got all caught up, and then I got on the actual CW app once they got a friggin' app, and then I got on the Flash, 
And I was like, all right, now I'm all caught up. Now I can talk to those guys. And then all of a sudden, you guys just were like, oh, man, the Flash sucks. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? Wait, who I just said the Flash sucks? Uh, I well, I mean, no, I mean, well, you guys don't cover it anymore. Are you going by our, go our episode, episode count? Yeah, I don't, hey. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go to Decom to get the to get the breakdown, you know. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I this you got you can ask me about East Coast Cast shows. Uh, <laughs> you know. No. I, that, all right. That, no, no. That's where <laughs> sorry, I. I'm sorry. That's where I make. I'm sorry. I, all right. I got. I got a. I got a four. I got a four, and one gotta go. All right. I got it okay. written down. My four are, and one's got to go. My four are, number one, advertise main event. Number two, a bad stable, or no, sorry, best stable you could fantasy book, five people. Number three, Bruce Mitchell's barbecue rant. And number four, one got to go. Okay. One of those so gotta go. Oh, oh. No, no. One, you gotta eliminate one of those because I only want to do three things. I don't know. Bruce Mitchell's barbecue rant. Oh, about the the food fight. Um. Uh, you gotta eliminate one dude. Advertise main event, best stable barbecue rant, or one gotta go. You, know you gotta eliminate one dude. Care about and I'll send I'm I'll send the, the other one on the uh, VIP exclusive. I'm eliminating the stable thing, so. Okay, I'll send that on the exclusive VIP thing. Okay. Nice. Number one, advertise main event. Uh, the the caller on the SmackDown post show. Uh, no, oh, no, the one on the Raw show was really I mean, I'm sure the one on the SmackDown show was awesome, but I haven't listened to it yet. But this, the one on the Raw show was really, like, his, he had an awesome accent. Like, everybody on this podcast, like, on the uh, East Coast cast has an awesome accent. Okay. He had, a like, a, like a Southern Virginia, Richmond, Virginia accent. I love accents because I sound like a normal ass white dude, random ass dude, like that you can find on any kind of cable channel. Yeah, and so I don't know. I hear a unique uh, Dayton Toledo kind of twang. No, I hear it, Craig. I hear it. The Western Michigan. Stop yeah, play no, kidding me. Stop play kidding me, birthday boy. <laughs> I hear it. No. <laughs> You're special no, too, whatever you mean. I'm not special. Alright. So alright. Oh no, no, actually the I I did listen to the one on the uh, uh SmackDown post show and he was off he was having he was uh great he was having fun that they got the uh he was glad that they I got it written down weird. 
sorry. Uh, he said it was awesome that they got him angry because they made the three-way okay. with the uh, big cast and uh, Samoa Joe and but he was glad to see the but he was glad to see the match much like the smack the guy on the Raw show the night before. Like the guy liked the surprise of the thing that he didn't expect the night before. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What would you rather have? if if you if you're doing advertised main events, would you rather have the advertised main event or would you rather have a surprise? I mean, I have to go with advertised main event because I, I, that's tip, that's what I paid for. That's what I was expecting. But surprises are good. You know, I mean, it's the it, uh, it's something that did really you, did can't. you hear? Uh, did you hear the guy on the raw? Did you hear the no. uh, raw post no. show? I did thing? not. No. Okay, he. No. Well, his point was, his point was that. He saw the one where Jericho showed up randomly at the at the one show uh like last year randomly and it wasn't advertised but that was the main event and Jericho ended up being in the main event so that was cool for as hell for him. Yeah. I mean surprises uh, aren't when I'm they're good they're just good and great but surprises aren't always uh like I'm, I'm a known quantity guy. Like, uh, I, I was, you know, bird in hand. Like, this is what I have. I'm not a gambler. Like, no. Like, I, I just abhor in a lot of ways that line of, that line of thinking where people are just willing to risk it all. You know, shit. Like, right. I'm not. <laughs> so, um. So yeah. So I would probably. Chill and and am I and I would just say yeah no give me my damn main event that's what I know it is but again yeah surprises are when they happen and they're good they're they're great but they also can and, be like and also you gotta you gotta factor in the fact that that the main event is probably gonna be a dark match so like because I'm going to I'm going to SmackDown in in uh, Jan, uh, June twelfth I think it is okay a couple weeks from now two weeks from now. And I don't, I don't even care what the main event is because I know, first of all, I know they aren't going to deliver it. But second of all, like the main event is what goes on last, and I know what's going on last. Two hundred five live, so I'm going to stick around for two hundred five live, watch that shit, and and enjoy it. And it's, and ho- and it's probably going to be better than everything that fucking SmackDown does. I'm sorry, I love two hundred five live. Uh, apparently, according to no, Jared, what? A spoiler alert! A spoiler alert! Uh, oh no, it's not a spoiler. Um, unless it's like the Sheldon uh, Cooper version of a spoiler alert, where <laughs> where Stewart's like this week, this month she was Spider Man. Mind blowing. <laughs> and Stewart goes, or yeah. and Sheldon goes. Spoiler alert! He's like, I didn't tell you anything. He's like, now my mind is pre-blown. Like, man, like, so no, it's more, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, Jared said Murphy and and Alexander had a banger of a match. So apparently it's something. Oh that, hell yeah! 
folks Dude, to go out of their way. Did you see the match? Have you seen the matches that uh, Buddy Murphy's been putting on 205 Live? Like, have you watched no. 205 Live lately? Dude, Very Buddy Murphy has been putting on the best shit. Him and and uh, Mustafa Ali had the best match I've seen this year. And it was like three weeks ago. Okay. It was amazing. Just go back and watch that shit. It's fucking great. All right. I'm All right, watching Oscar have to slow down and, like, basically wrestle at half speed and look like a fucking asshole because she's in there with somebody so garbage. So so yeah. green. I don't call her garbage. She's, she's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, but she put uh, yeah. Oscar way down in this match. Man, that was not good. It, it isn't good over there. Yeah. And then Carmella. Just the no just just no credibility, man. I have a problem with that. I wrote this I wrote a column last year about uh, uh about restoring credibility to the women's division in NXT at one point or whenever that was happening, like, you know, Oscar ran through everybody, people got called up. And I was like, credibility is so important. And your challengers, this was because I think Oscar was the champion. And it's just, like, Carmella, it's like. You're talking about NXT? Trying to, Oscar's I, I was, never been champion. When Oscar was in NXT, he was the champion. No, I'm saying when, oh, I, okay. when she was the champion in NXT, I wrote about how the credibility of her challengers is hurting her in the women's division. But having Carmella saunter up and hold that title over our Oscars, like she's like she's got any kind of credibility. It's just laughable. But 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 here's the thing though, Trav. I think that the women's division is about to get a can like you know how they're doing this whole like women's evolution thing? They're about to get a complete overhaul with Dakota Kai, Nikki Cross. All these people, uh, Shayna Baszler, all these people from NXT are going to come up and just freaking dominate. And and they're going to have a lot to contend with. Like, like Carmella, I, I, you know, Carmella's fine. But, hey, stop. Carmella's fine, but she's going to get kind of stripened out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope. I hope like, sooner like, than later. I hope she's not the well, gender mahal of, of the I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen, but I, you know, it's like because it makes her lose her job or whatever. But like, there are legitimate fighters coming up, and there's fighters up there right now. Sony Deville oh. and Ruby Riot. Hey, stop! I just don't think they're going to get all going to. They're doing their thing in NXT, Dakota Kai's just gotten started. Like, she's just getting people to care about her a little bit. And yeah, in my case, a lot. Give it, give it, I mean, look, look how long it took us to figure out what the hell uh, Ruby Riot was or, or what, uh, I mean, freaking uh, uh, Sony Deville was. Well, we didn't even get time to figure out what Sony Deville was. Right. Exactly. So, it's so I don't like, think they want to do that again. I think these women on the main roster need some time 
They've got enough depth. I mean, you know, both rosters for the most part. Uh, on bro- both, yeah, they both they shows. can have all the time no they need want. To rush they Dakota they Kaya can't. Or any of these. They just sign. Yeah, no need. But but what I'm saying for for the women is there's only a matter of time. Those women, like the women that can't perform, the women are there doing the dance contests and shit like that. They're gonna get siphoned out. They're they're gonna get. You know, kind right, of, Naomi isn't great, you know, but she ain't Lana. Like, so, dude, come on, I don't think they should be in the same. Uh, same I, category. I, I, I'm not really, a, I'm not really a big fan of Naomi, and I love. That's fine. Her, I understand I, that, but I'm not there's a fan. no, there is a difference in their you, work. You can't, you can't do that little kick thing with the like. Your move is the kick. You keep kicking a lady on her sides and stuff. I don't. I don't buy that. I, again, I, I, I get her. that, but there is a difference in their work. I want. I want you to say that there is a difference between the Naomi as a wrestler and oh, Lana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll say that. Okay. All right. Because I was. Yeah. Because you saying. just. Uh, I'm telling you. No. No. When we're talking about contest, Team Kick. You know, like. All right. No, but we're talking about Team Kick. We're talking about like Naomi versus. Dakota Kai, or any of the ladies that were in the friggin' uh, May Young Classic, Naomi versus any of those people, it's like, man, Naomi uh, is the 18th on the list. I'm sorry, and I love her. Okay, I, I let's love not her. pretend. Let's not pretend that that uh, that May Young Classic was even like the cruiserweight classic, just 32, just international. Like, no. Like, no. <laughs> they had some good talent. Hold on, they also hold on, had, hold on, hold as on. much as I liked her, they also you. had Kavita Devi. Like, she was also yeah. there. Right? Yeah. Like, eh, no. Like, that's not like. Can I ask you if, if you were to rank Naomi in the, in the list? Of the May Young Classic, would you rank her in the top 16? Yes. She's probably right exactly smack dab, somewhere between 14 and 17, right in the middle. She's certainly better than, much better than the set bottom half. <laughs> you don't even know who not as good as was. Come on, man. Huh? You don't even know who number 14 was. I know you like Naomi and so do I, but I'm saying you don't know who number 14 was. You can't the May say Young she's number 14 from last year. Was. Yes. Are you, Are you looking wait, it up? Your question was, is Naomi uh, the top 16 of those 32 women, right? And I said, yeah, she's smack dab in the middle, yeah. somewhere around there, yes. Is so she number you're saying 14? I don't know who was in the in the tournament? Is she between 14 and 17? I'm telling you. I'm asking you. Yes. I'm a- I, don't I, said yes. I said yes. I said she's someone. I, I don't think you think she is. I, don't know I think you just want her to be. Because I do. I want no, her to I be No, I am there. saying for a fact she's better than the bottom 16, the worst 16 women that were in that class, that tournament. Yes, I'm saying that. I don't I'm not because so. I want I, her I to be better. I'm saying it because I, I think she's better than them. Not some fucking dishonest no, guy no, over no, here. No, 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 no
no, no. I am, I am absolutely, because Jazzy Gabbert is so much better than anybody that's Okay, I saw Jazzy Gabbert lose one fucking match. I'm going to say Naomi's better than her. And the, the and what I've seen of Jazzy Gabbert, that one ass match she had in that tournament, I'm gonna go with fucking Naomi over her. I don't care if she, you know, I, I haven't oh. seen her, so I can't care um, as much. All right, Trav, I'm gonna give you this because it's your birthday, but we need to. No, you're gonna give this. me this because I haven't seen the bitch wrestle except one time. You can't you hold me for some shit for information that I don't have. That. All right. Come on, like, I'm trying to excuse me. I'm not like I'm like like okay in a different context. Yeah, Jazzy fucking Gabbard, I might say is better than Naomi. I just don't have enough information to go by. Isn't that better than going hemming okay. and hawing or making some shit up? I'm just being on like yeah, I don't, I've never seen a wrestle except the once. Shit. I'm gonna go again with the proven commodity. At least in my eyes, the person that I know can work at least a little bit. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally apologize. Cause it's no, your, you better. It's, God damn it! Apology not accepted. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Please. <laughs> no. I was over at the. Uh, I got, I got to get on number two. Hang up on you, but I'm not making oh. coffee, as you can hear. Sorry, everybody. Well. Is Cam back, or is he... Is no, he, Cam had... I looked at the clock. He, Cam was going. He just didn't get to say bye. So, that's how he Cam feels about it. He just walks up. out of our lives. No, uh, no, uh, you know, no warning. You know what? I take back everything yeah, I said about to get Cam earlier. <laughs> all right, all right. Which one did you eliminate, by the way? The, the, the dumbass uh, faction one. I don't want to talk about factions. So talk about Bruce's right, no barbecue or whatever right. he was talking about. Bruce's barbecue rant. <laughs> All right. All right. I got I got a number three A B C and D. What what is a barbecue? What's the difference between a barbecue and a cookout? Um. Is there a difference? I don't know. You're the, yeah, you're the black there, dude. I think there, I'm just asking questions here. No, I, no, I, just, I think they're, they're the same thing. I would say that they're, the, they're the exact I, same thing. Maybe a barbecue. Really? Okay, okay. So the difference would be... Yeah, the difference would be a cookout. If somebody's saying I'm having a cookout, I expect there to be... More than a dozen, at least a dozen people there. But you can definitely barbecue for your family. Like, hey, I'm throwing some, you know, some whatever on the grill, and we'll eat outside, but it's just three or four of you guys, or just your whatever. So that could be, yeah, we're barbecuing for dinner. But a cookout, I think, entails a party, music, alcohol for sure, so, yeah, like if I was making a flyer and I wanted like 25 people to show up, I'd say Travis's cookout because that in, that let, I think that lets people know. Oh, you're saying a cookout is better than the barbecue? 
Did I say better, worse? Did those words come out of my mouth, Craig? Or did I just say no, this I'm, is I'm what a, I think? I'm asking a question. No, 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 no Craig. A... You're being real okay. confrontational this evening. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> who pissed in your beer. <laughs> I don't know if you, your dog dragged her ass you know, across the carpet or what. Ain't no beer. It's uh, lemonade beer. and uh, vodka. Right. So. Ah, see, you're on the hard stuff today. Usually you're, you know, yeah. sipping some brewskis and you're fun-loving. Now you want to be yeah. challenging, uh, no, talking about who I, religions I bash every week and, 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 and getting on me about Naomi's rank, imaginary email. rankings. No, stay off the vodka. <laughs> Come on, tell me. Tell me, which one's better, what? a cookout or a barbecue? Uh, I mean, again, if I want a party, I'd go to. I'd think a cookout's better. If I want just chilling and a few people, I'd rather go to a barbecue. But again, that's my yeah, my discerning discernment between the two. But I don't know. Again, I started out by saying I think they're the exact same thing. I think they could certainly be argued as they're the same. Like you could say, I'm having a barbecue. Right. And you show up and a bunch of people are there, and there's a DJ and there's a you know a little bar or a cooler full of beers and stuff smearing off ices. <laughs> That's still a barbecue. <laughs> All right. Okay. So where is the best barbecue in your history of traveling around the country sipping on people's couches? I would <laughs> I would say And I can't wait by the way to to have you sleep on my couch. Cuz you're the America's guest. America's guest. Hey. You know, let's, let's make it arrange it, make it happen. I'm mad I didn't get to meet you. And Hell get to, yeah, man! To go to Mania, man, that really bummed me out. Um, but yeah, um, I was pissed you weren't there, motherfucker. I remember you in my DM uh, <laughs> trying to help me get there. Like, no, Craig, that's not. I, <laughs> I need to take care of this stuff I know, that's going man. on. <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh. Oh, sweet guy. The only one I had fun because you're going to be there. No. Yeah. I had fun with Rich and Trav. Or Rich and uh, Cam. Yeah. But what was your question? I forgot. Um, what, uh... what is the difference between a barbecue and a cookout? And oh, no, I thought we were done where with is the best else. barbecue? Oh, the best barbecue. Um, I think Hog Heaven. Don't. Like. Say Kansas City. Say Kansas City, I'm going to punch you in the dick whenever I see you. Yeah, I've never been to Kansas City, so I can't Kansas City. Um, like, the barbecue down here is pretty good. I think the best barbecue I've had in Texas actually was in San Antonio. Like, I don't think people would – like, San Antonio has, like, I think really good Mexican food, and Austin is, has the barbecue. Yeah, it's good Mexican food too, but um, certainly has – is known – for, you know, it has tons and tons of barbecue spots. But I had barbecue back in February uh, or January was the NFC Champions, the Eagles-Vikings game, and I went down to San Antonio to, to, to see a young lady. And um, and uh, we got barbecue at this place near her, and it was fantastic. Oh, it was so good. Um, I like the there's a place down here called the Salt Lick that apparently is super good, but once I got down here, I heard conflicting, like uh, like oh Salt Lick ain't all that great, 
you know, it's all just super expensive and, and bougie. So. Well, what it what makes a good barbecue though? Like, is it just the meat, or is it the company, um, the city, you know, the just the whole the whole the whole thing? Like, it depends what 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 you got. Like, I mean, I guess by all, all of it, you want to be tender. Like, no matter what what it is. I guess hot dogs are a little different just because of, but like, like brisket and ribs and stuff, you just want it, you know, fall off the bone. Obviously you want it like smoky and like a good flavor, a good, a good flavor to it, a good mosquito well, you, or flavor. You understand smoky, why whatever you're you this. They didn't have, thing, they didn't saying. have any of that shit at the Mondays, the Monday Night Raw. They well, didn't have that or totally nothing. made sense. That was awesome because that, that, the fact that they had those, I was pissed that they had a plate of baked beans and potato salad. I was like, who the fuck made that bowl, big ass bowl of potato salad and that tray of baked beans? Yeah, baked beans, yeah. okay, you can go but, get a, a couple cans of big cans of Bush's baked beans or something, but you can't just whip up potato salad in a couple of segments. You can get bologna sandwich like it was supposed to be like cheap, like easy, oh, quick dude, because it wasn't dude, planned. Dude, I work at Kroger. You can go to you can go to Kroger and buy that shit. By the gallon potato salad. You can buy it by the... It's three pounds for, like, five bucks. People buy, like... It's not ugh. It's not good, but it'll oh, definitely okay. pour on somebody's head, you know? Yeah, okay. But say, who's making... Who's buying pre-made potato <laughs> salad? Like, well, you want for, some unseasoned bullshit pre-made potato salad? Uh, as, as a as an as an addendum to that segment, which what is the best salad that's not a salad for the barbecue? Yeah, salad, um, I'm uh, partial. Salad. Yeah, I'm partial to. I don't. Okay, okay. I'll turn it back on you. What's the difference between macaroni salad and pasta salad? I guess obviously macaroni elbow oh, is the actual. Oh, dude, there's total difference, but, dude. And I could write a book about the difference, but I won't. I won't. Because I don't yeah, care about either of them. I would probably say some them. kind of, like, and macaroni salad. salad. The, uh, no. Pasta salad, macaroni salad, no. Potato salad so what are you going is the best. Salad? Yeah. That's what I was hmm, trying to go Well, with. that's yours. I mean, wait a Ask me, what do you like? What's your favorite? And then when no. I say, oh, I like yeah, this, yeah, that's, no, potato salad is the way to get What did you ask for it then? Craig, confrontation Craig. Sorry. Sorry, Trav. Can I get to my last question, please, before you cut me off? Please. I'm so pissed at Cam. He just, like... Just totally blitzkrieged out of this shit before. All right. The One gotta go. Blitzkrieg. He slinked and slithered his way out of here. <laughs> it yeah. was silent. Yeah, he's like, man, I already was on the Monday post show. Blah, blah, blah. All right, Marty, we All get right. it. Roseanne jokes. In fact, send My me like number... three Roseanne lines in two hours. Shut up, Marty. Go ahead, Craig. Sorry. I one gotta go. Yeah. 
One's Gotta Go, one movie with wrestlers, or one movie about wrestling. One, No Holds Barred. Two, The Wrestler. Three, Ready to Rumble. Which wrestler? The one from the seventies, or the one from twenty ten? No, 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 no. The, the one with the what's the face? The one that I, I don't, I don't know the old one. I don't know. Okay, so the Mickey Rourke. The uh, one with uh, Mickey Rourke, yeah. Uh, Noel's Bard, the uh, Mickey Rourke thing. Mm-hmm. Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man. Yeah, the whole bar can suck my dick in the back. Yeah. As soon as you said no hose bar, I was gonna say no hose bar, but I wanted to be polite and let you finish out. But no hose bar can get all the way the fuck out of here. Dude, you take your, you take Randy Savage's. All right. Bone saws ready? Are you telling me to? Like, yes, I would take that performance over Hogan and Zeus's performance. And uh, let alone the whole movie. Like, even if it's just the breaking it down to the character, I'll take Bonesaw over Thunderlips and, and Zeus. But if we're taking the movies, absolutely I'm taking Spider-Man over that dumbass No Holds Bar garbage. A terrible piece You don't like No Holds Bar? That's the no. only thing I like about Hulk Hogan. He's like, I'd probably rather watch What's the Bruce Nanny or Suburban Nandy or Suburban Commando or whatever the hell. I, do, I don't are. understand what what you don't understand about Dookie. It's Dookie. It's it's fucking poop. What? How how do you right. not understand what poop is? What are you talking about? Are you talking asking me? I know what Dookie is. <laughs> I'm talking about Hulk Hogan. All right. Oh, is that happening in the movie? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that yeah. movie when I was like six, so oh, forgive me for not giving, for knowing that line by fucking line. I hope you had a happy birthday, and I'm sorry you had to spend it with me. Well, I'm not, Craig, but I appreciate the uh, continued uh, self-deprecation. Um Damn, Brian just passed out. All right, let's talk to Marty. He's been chomping at the bit. You know what? Yeah, let's talk to Marty. Mike, hang in there. And 240, I see y'all. Uh, Martin, what's up? Wow. Hey, what's up, Trev? What up, Trev? Did you like my birthday present? No. Okay. <laughs> I figured you'd say that. Uh, for those who don't know, I, I texted Travis early in the show saying uh, I got him an autographed uh, picture of Roseanne Barr for his birthday. So. <laughs> I bet you were thinking you were you, you needed me now, don't you? <laughs> yeah. 
No, but uh, I was uh, I texted uh, Cam early in the show, like around uh, like around the start of the show, when you were talking about how Nia Jax went. Because I agree with you, Trav. Um, to me, that that looked like a heel turn, and I think it speaks to a larger problem WWE has right now, in that they just don't know how to properly turn someone or. Or yeah. more They've had that issue for a long time that they don't turn people. They 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 just yeah. people just one day start acting a different way. There's no yeah. breadcrumb. Like There's no oh yeah that guy's been acting like a jerk the last you know few weeks. You know the only time that works if if you know when all of a sudden the guy's different if it's like Seth Rollins when he turned on a shield or when Shinsuke turned on AJ then bam violent. Turn sudden, yeah. uh-huh. you know, but to just all of a sudden just come out and just cut a heel promo after f- giving no indication that you you know that that was uh, in you or anything, it's just uh, it's just odd. But they've been yeah, like it's, it's been they, like that with them for a while now that they for don't a while, yeah. They yeah. or or they turn people for the convenience of the moment and they don't plan it out. And it was worse face to heel or heel to face. Like they didn't. They really because yeah. it's easy to book somebody to be a scumbag to, to say something bad, and you go, "Oh, that's a heel turn." But it takes a bit of nuance, uh, especially if you're not going to do the traditional. Well, put a, another baby face in peril and have and have them say, "Oh, I was already on." Oh, son of a bitch. Such an idiot, and have them save you them. Not you know, I'm flipping through I'm, I, the the inputs on my TV. I'm going from PlayStation, watching Hulu, and to my Roku, and I've got HBO Go, Westworld episodes still on pause, and I just couldn't find my way trying to find it, the WWE app. Uh, but I want to watch it on Roku because it has the captions. For some reason, on the PlayStation, my captions don't work on the WWE Network. And yeah, I need my captions. It's a conspiracy. It's it's a it's a conspiracy trap. You need to get to the bottom of it. All right, Martin. Um, what, what questions you got for us this evening? <laughs> no. Um, I wanted to make an observation based on uh, what Craig was saying earlier. It's like, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of talented women right now in NXT and in, you know, Raw and SmackDown, but the one thing that I think they're lacking, not not all of them, but but a good number of them, they don't flesh out the characters. Like, in, like, the 2002, 2000. 10 period or whatever, you know, wherever you draw the, the boundaries of that. They, you know, the wrestling may not have been taken as seriously as it is now, but the characters were, for the most part, fleshed out. Like, you knew what Lita was. You knew what Trish was. You knew what Molly and Jazz and we Victoria were. We talking specifically were. with the women or, or just the roster yeah. in general? The women, okay. Uh more with the women. I mean, do we know who Kelly Kelly was besides like a Ditz or Candace well, Michelle besides like somebody no. sexy? <laughs> right. No. 
<laughs> so I no. mean, they had a they had they happened to luck across. Oh shit! They happened to luck across a hell of a uh, women's division, and from you know oh one oh two to oh five, and yeah. and they were able to get themselves over in a lot of ways, and and you know coming off the Attitude Era, even though Russo and was was gone, long gone. The idea mm-hmm. for everybody having something and everybody getting the character and everybody like you know fleshing out their character was probably obviously a lot still a part of the uh landscape and the promotional uh yeah. efforts than it is now you know fifteen years you know later i mean it's it's i mean it's like don't get me wrong, I like Asuka. she's a good wrestler she but in terms of character development, beyond the fact that, you know, okay, she's a great wrestler, she's the Empress of Tomorrow, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking Asta. I'm not not I'm not knocking her. She's a great wrestler, but you know, in terms of character development, it really hasn't been there. And it's like you need to get people to care about a wrestler for more than just their wrestling skill. I mean, that, that can work sure. for life. A- absolutely, but Oscar just is, would not be my first example. Like, there's so many more examples of of, of people that that are less wrestlers that speak, that is their, lang- their first language, and, you know, they grew up in the culture, like, uh, Oscar's not the first person I'm I'm getting on that. No, oh, why did WWE not like flesh out her character? Like, well, probably because they're fucking, you know, don't know how to book somebody that looks and sounds and is where Oscar is from. Like, that's just just. But like, what the hell is what the hell is Ember Moon? Like, I still don't know what Ember Moon is. Yeah, like now that she's on the main I, roster for I, two I or three months. Like, I didn't know in NXT, like, oh, is she, like, a werewolf, cosplay, vampire? I don't know. She just got stupid contacts, and, yeah, some, you know. Some, yeah, I mean, that's developed. Charlotte, beyond being, let's talk about the top-tier women. Beyond being Ric Flair's daughter and a good wrestler, what's Charlotte? Same thing with Bailey and uh, Sasha. Besides being friends and being a hugger and being the boss, what do they do? Oh, she's a daddy's girl. Like, we've got to know that about Bailey and, like, her feud with Alexa Bliss. We don't know much about Snoop's cousin, like, with Sasha, but that's not something that they, you know, draw a ton of attention uh, I, to all the time. We don't know anything about anybody. I, you can go up and down the roster, and Oscar would be maybe literally Bailey, in the last five but, people that's oh, on my list of who needs to be fleshed out character-wise. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's like it's like they're 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 really focused on getting she over. Shit, Dijak makes his debut on NXT. It's it's like they're, it's like they're really big on getting over the big dog or the boss. It's back time or something yeah. like that. No, they you are don't, you, absolutely. You, but you don't more you about don't. the catchphrase than the character. Yeah, and history proves yeah. that one has longevity and one has. Fickle, you know. Sure, people like people are idiots and like to chant stupid stuff, but they also like to be 
ingrained and uh, not ingrained. They want to be invested and Immersed. feel like uh, feel like this character they they're personally involved, one way or the other. Good good guy, bad guy, good girl, bad girl, whatever. And they don't. They just don't do that to their fullest extent anymore. And they're focused more on yes, the big dog and. The, the immovable yeah. force and the irresistible object and all that crap with Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like when when they started calling Hogan the immortal Hulk Hogan, there was a reason behind it. You know, he did stuff. It right. stuff. It wasn't, hey, what yeah. are we going to, hey, let's, hey, uh, uh, um, uh, market focus group, what are we going to call Roman Reigns, what's his nickname going to be? Oh, let's see. Um, the, the Scorpion? Like, no, Sting, you know. Well, we don't want a snake-based yeah. thing because, you know, Randy and Austin, and that's been done. Um, the Mongoose? Uh, no, you know, well, it's Roman Reigns, so it's RR. So maybe an, uh, maybe an, you know, an R uh, animal or R thing. The, the Rowdy? Roughhouse? Roman Reigns? You know, and instead of just letting Roman Reigns develop something over the course of a few years, and and it just naturally, hey, the fans started been calling this guy this. And, yeah, Colin and, Roseland and, or Roman Reigns. A microcosm of, uh, the, of, of the problem. But I didn't hear what you said. Uh, you're cracking yourself up. So. Uh, Roadrunner. 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 <laughs> that was good, yeah. Roadrunner Roman Reigns. Could you imagine? He's just like, meet me and shit in his promos. <laughs> I mean, that'd probably be better than... Uh... Look, look, okay, speaking of, like, fleshing out these characters, they're doing this, like, three, five-minute in-depth, from what we're used to, look at Bianca Belair and they've got all these pictures and footage of her as a kid, like, doing, like, gymnastics, like, as a little girl, doing track and field as a high school and college uh, student. They've got her in the NXT training facility in her first, you know, days coming over from Tennessee. You know, so, and, and interspliced with her working out, doing competitions for deadlift and that kind of thing. And and she's mm-hmm. also sitting in the NXT um Studios cutting, you know, over. I don't. I'm not. I, I can't read. You know, stop and read the, the, the captions or hear her. But she's talking, narrating, and, and you know, the and talking over. So this is what we need with with folks. Yeah, I, I like definitely this looks agree. Pretty in depth. This is more than. This is long. It's like, like I said, three, maybe five past that, maybe three, four, five minutes. God damn, she is gorgeous. <laughs> Fucking Montez, as soon as he, as soon as he slip up, I'm gonna be right there. <laughs> so and yeah, I can, I can see you spending twenty minutes talking to him, talking to her about barbecue and all that. <laughs> she don't eat no barbecue. Right. No. <laughs> she like, mm, I'm on a. She's an athlete. She don't put barbecue on her body. I put barbecue sauce on her, though. I'm sure you would. 
Anyway, where, where, where are we going with this? Anything else, Marty? We're gonna keep it moving. Uh, yeah. Did, did I tell you before? Um, well, I, uh, I'll, I'll skip that. Um, talk about music for a second here. Do you like Allison Chains? I mean, I like them in the '90s. I like their singles. Uh, that's Man in the Box, right? Yeah. I get them confused mm-hmm. with Soundgarden sometimes. Um, Spoon Man, that's still them. No, that's that's Soundgarden. That's okay. Yeah, see. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I like Soundgarden better. <laughs> but I okay. change is fine. Yeah, Man in the Box is a great fucking yeah. track. Yeah, I mean, they have so many more good songs than just that one, but that one gets played more than anything else. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would, if you like them even a little bit, I would recommend listening to their new song. Um, it's called The One You Know. It's really good. I, I would definitely recommend it. And and actually, I would recommend well anything that they've put out since um, since they got back together because it's all been really good. Cool. Yeah. So definitely do yourself a favor and check that stuff out because it's it's the bomb. It really is. <laughs> it's the bomb. As as uh, recommended by the hip, and with it, Martin, uh, Martin, Martman. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go from the one one end of the uh, with it scale <laughs> to the other. Let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's going on, man? What up? Trav Law, what's going on, my brother? Not too much, man. What's going on? How you doing? Happy King's Day, first and foremost, bro. Hey, man, thanks. Many more, many more, many more, bro. Uh, Yeah, it's been a while since I've been up here. Meetings, a lot of shit changing, you know. I done been to the rails neck of the woods to see my oldest boy graduate from high school. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I had slid in a couple days down there, slid back out. Yeah, a lot of going on, a lot of transition going on, you know. And you know no Georgia debauchery? No oh, nah, nah. No, it was, it was lovely. Four. Nah, I went, to, I went to like a day party for my um, son's mom. She, she had took me to like some day parties. And it was all love. You know, I was inching to get to the strip club, but she was, you know, she was cop-blocking. Like, she played for the Golden State Warriors. And I'm like, baby girl, we ain't been together in about 10 joints already. Like, knock it off. You can even come with me. <laughs> Yo. Let's just dive right said, into uh, it. Suplex and how he kept him up there. Whew. Yo, and then he got the stamp from The Rock. Ricochet is on. Like, if they don't make him the top dude once he get called up, I don't know. Come on, Mike. 
That's your top dude right there. Come on, Mike. If he was maybe four inches taller, that that's your top dude right there. Right. Fifteen, twenty pounds heavier. Yeah, he'd <laughs> at least got, that. To, to he got everything. And he'd have for. to keep. He'd have to somehow be able to keep the same athleticism and physique and stuff. You know, stretched out and taller, a little bit and thicker. Right. So, right. Yeah. I mean, but he's going to be. Early. They're going to. They're going to make money with Ricochet, just not probably the way we we think they can, they could. And then, I mean, with The Rock endorsing him, saying, like, that's his favorite right now. Yeah, I know, I know, but... And then him taking the people's moonsault. Like, you know that's going to be over like Rover once he gets to that main roster. Dijak need to chill uh, and wrestle like a guy 6'5". Like, oh, they, they, they finally put uh, Donovan Dijak on TV? Yeah, he just uh, debuted and lost to Ricochet, so. <laughs> yeah. I could see him being sandwiched into that undisputed era somewhere. But um, to play devil's advocate a little bit, Trav, you know what I was thinking, too? It was also a possibility at Money in the Bank. I mean, it wouldn't make sense from a storyline standpoint, but we have all deciphered over the last couple of weeks that, what does WWE give a fuck when they're about to be a few billion dollars richer mm-hmm. about making sense to anything? What do you think about a possible old-fashioned Vince Russo swerve between Nia and Ronda as to where, out of the blue, Ronda goes here and Stephanie becomes like sort of her little mouthpiece or, or, or some shit like that? And they just block, you know, they just block Lesnar. Who, uh, Nia? No, Ronda. Ronda. Yeah, I mean. Stephanie and Ronda swerve everybody and, you know, get the the title off of Ronda, I mean, Nia Jax. Off Nia. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, and I said I don't trust Stephanie. Like, I think it could work. Like, I think it'd be great. At least for, well, for a while, but I don't trust Stephanie. Stephanie I compared it to be to be it would be like Stephanie's run with Jericho and leading to WrestleMania 18. Right. Remember she had him but, walking her her dog and stuff like she. Not that she would treat Ronda like that, but I think it would become more about Stephanie than Ronda. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're but if they could keep right. her ego in check. Or their ego. I'm not even saying steps like write me this way, write me that way. It might just be the writers like thinking they have a they have to write her a certain way. But if they could keep her, if she could keep her ego in check, or they could keep her ego in check, or they could keep their ego in check about writing for her, then it could be good. But I don't see that happening. Yeah. Well, for some reason, at I least no time soon. Like that would be way too. Like if. If, if if they build if they did a build like say Stephanie was like the thorn in her side for the rest of the year right not necessarily like costing her matches or, or, or you know putting her opponents 
foot on the rope as she's pinning them or nothing like that, but just making managerial decisions that just makes it clear she's not a fan of Ronda Rousey. Then they do the build, 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 and it's Ronda versus Charlotte or Ronda versus Oscar or something big at WrestleMania. And then Stephanie turns and helps Ronda, and they embrace, and it's like, then, yeah, that that's worth but right now, you just don't – there's nothing – people, yeah, oh, yeah, she broke Stephanie's arm or hurt her arm a few weeks ago, a few months ago after WrestleMania, but you'd really need that to be hot. You'd have that – that would have to be at the forefront of people's minds that, that they hate, that they don't like each other. So when, you know, when they hug and or, or Stephanie helps Ronda win at WrestleMania, it's all the more, like, shocking. New Velveteen Dream looking like looking like everybody's recovering in 1987. Well, I mean, boy, the character like even how they made uh this this dude look um last week, they made him look monsterific. Who? Just, Some of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. They it was a little too him. much having. Ricochet and Velveteen have to uh, sell for like it's two of y'all. I don't care how big he is, man. That ain't how fights go. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, right. Handicap match. The, the handicap. The person that at the at, at, in the handicap should always lose, or not always. Nine times out of ten, should always lose. Right. Unless it's like a Ryback versus two jobbers, three jobbers, you know, big show. I, that's I get that. But any kind of real match with two or three, uh, whoa, oh, my God. Yo, look at the face. Look at Velveteen's face. <laughs> yo, so Velveteen, yo, look at Velveteen's face. Yo, Velveteen is on the ramp, like in the middle of the ramp way. Between the back and the and like perfect smack dab in the middle, and he's talking all this shit, and Ricochet does like he's going to do a suicide dive, except he just does a full on front flip, lands on his feet at the base of the ramp, walks up the Velveteen, and I guess accepts his challenge, and Velveteen is just still thirty, forty, fifty seconds later, just bug eyed like. Not bug eyed like in a cartoonish way, but like, oh, did I bite off more than I could chew? Like, damn, did I underestimate this right. guy? Like, holy shit. But he was in the that ring with him. fucking incredible. You see yeah. That is worth seeing this show. I've only been watching for a few minutes. But wow, that was good. Oh, yeah, I definitely will. I'll be off work soon. My shift ends soon. More breaking news, Trav. I don't know if uh, my boy uh, Kylan or anybody mentioned it. But apparently, it's being reported that NXT is a part of the Fox deal. And it will be moving what? to FS1. That definitely, if that is the case, is <laughs> constitutes breaking fucking news. Man, that's, uh, I guess, okay. So I look at it this way. Like, that's a hit for the network. But when you like got a bill in the in the bank, <laughs> or or you got two hundred mil in the bank and 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 eight hundred mil on its way in the next five years, you probably go, that's fine. 
We'll take that hit. People are still going to watch NXT on the network. Like me, I, I'll probably still watch it. Um, because I don't have Fox. I mean, I have no, I do have Fox on my Sling TV. But depending on how they simulcast it, or if it's staggered on 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 the network, it'll take a hit. The network will take a hit. People will, especially people in the states. If you're international, you 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 you, you probably still. Uh, uh, one NXT or one the network for NXT the same as you did before the Fox deal, but for folks in the yeah. states they might go. Only reason I really I like the pay per views, but I don't particularly uh, <laughs> I don't particularly watch every one. Oh shit! Somebody sent me three bucks. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I might as well. Hey, you promote it here. <laughs> if you want to send me three dollars on on my on the Cash app. Uh, I'm Trav Lord, you know, uh, dollar sign Trav Lord over there. So, you know, it's three bucks. What the fuck? You know, <laughs> but Mike, so I posted it like on Instagram and like, it's got like, you know, 25 likes, like one person sent me three bucks. Like with all these likes. So y'all just was like, Oh yeah, $3. And then just was like, fuck him. No, I'm not actually sending them three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of likes and no, uh, and no, and no deposits. But just now, three bucks came through from from Chris Cox, long-time yeah. listener, Chris. So. <laughs> yeah, it says, according, according to a, a tweet from Slice Wrestling, whoever the fuck they are, WWE <laughs> will WWE NXT, WWE NXT will be coming to the Fox Network when the WWE Fox deal goes into effect in October of 2019. We reported earlier today that Fox officials push for a weekly WWE studio show on FS1. It's very possible that NXT will be airing on FS1. Studio show as well. Probably something, you know, more along the lines of um, first take or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a little last week. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like... They've got the talent, I'm sure. They've got, you know, when you're Fox and FS1 and all that, you've got a bunch of damn B B list, not even, you know, but just B level talent that, like, look good on camera, has the voice, can do the job. And I'm sure you can find a few that like wrestling and slap this together. Because somebody asked last week, you think they're going to, and we talked about it earlier, you think they're going to give Keller and or Meltzer a studio show? Like, even if Rupert Murdoch himself was the biggest dirt sheet fan and wanted to do that, WWE would say no. And it would be within their right to be like, no, we don't want real, we don't want this, like, un, like, in the, like pure, in the purely independent um, criticism. No, we want some in-house Fox people that we can control even if if not directly we can control them through through Fox and through the relationship with the network cuz once your network par- right. broadcast partners you know you know you have some say so and stuff they're not going to just not if mm-hmm. WWE says we don't want a studio sh- we don't want they're going to say okay 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 or we don't want it this way they're going to go okay 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 we'll do it the way you want cuz they're I mean, you know, I think it would they're enhance. Gonna, they're not going to pay a billion dollars to then go, let us run it our way. Like, no, you're paying for a proven commodity. Let us run it the way we want, we want to run it. 
and WWE has earned yeah. earned that. I'd love to see an unbiased, purely independent a, a, a half hour or an hour weekly analysis show or half hour three days a week or whatever, however you want to format it. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, with Dave and Wade. WWE. With Dave and Wade, that'd be kick ass. With Dave and Wade, that'd be kick ass. And have you Dave and, and uh, Wade? Oh my god! Have you and uh fucking Alvarez or Simple VV or somebody correspondent by telling me that'd be kick ass? <laughs> I'm on site. I'm on site at the NXT taping. <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be so kick ass. Like then it'll make it yeah, really like a you know a, a, a whole network takeover. But I mean, in hindsight, I mean, sometimes they give us shit product. But I mean, aside, you know, along with these deals and the all-in things coming out, I think this could be like the most prosperous time all across the board for um, wrestling. And with that being said, Trav, do you think like more networks? I don't. I'm not saying they will get WWE money, but do you think more networks now will be more like open-minded? to, you know, like having, you know, a wrestling program on their network now? So it's basically, is somebody going to be sucker enough, stupid enough to pay Impact to be on their legit channel? I mean, not even Impact. Who's to say, you know, that this this, this all-in shit, take, you know, like this thing really takes off? And it's something more like, if we could, uh, you know, do this annual event thing, we could fucking, you know, be groundbreaking and start our own promotion. And I think by yeah, that time, probably... you saying, Mike, but fuck Shayna Baszler, man. I love her. Yo, this bitch, I man, I want to punch her in the fucking throat. Oh, my God, like, I hate this woman, man. She is the... Yo, she put Dakota Kai, she, like, Dakota Kai's lay, like, laying flat on her stomach. She put, she took Dakota Kai's foot, put it pinky, or, or t- uh, toes first, and just stomped on her fucking Achilles. Like, dude, like I said it a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, she is the best fucking hill in, in She ain't the best shit, she the best rest. piece of Human garbage is what the fuck she is, man. That's what the she, best she is. She, piece of shit. She, I want to fucking. I want to fucking. She got. She got that 1981, 1982. Come back. Jump over the barricade in the ring for junkyard dogs. Let me be front row somewhere. She walked by me. I'm throwing a cup of urine or something at her. <laughs> you ever heard of you? You ever heard that Just story, Trav, about the thing? About the fan uh, that jumped in the ring with the 38 and told yeah, Dad, get behind him. protect JYD and shit. Fuck yeah. yeah. Let her stomp on the Kodakai elbow or some shit with me in the audience. I'm jumping in that shit with a fucking taser, something. You ain't going to pick on my Dakota Kai like that, man. I don't even like Dakota now, Kai. She's making me like Dakota Kai. <laughs> now, imagine her and, fucking, her and fucking Ronda together on some real schoolyard bully shit. Smacking up the whole rest of the division, and then you only got two girls that can stand, you know, probably toe to toe with them, Oscar and Charlotte. Because to me, 
Like I, I, I love Carmella. Carmella's a beautiful girl, great talker, and all that. But they need to get that. They need to get that thing off. Her. They need to get it off. Her. They need to get it off. Her. Now that will Don't be the help match. That she's from the worst part of New York, fucking city. There could be. I don't give a fuck where she's from. I wouldn't give a fuck if she was from Alabama. They need to get it off her. Like to me, she oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm just for, saying, yeah, that just bonus, you know, fuck shit. Yeah, you know. she to me, she would serve her purpose better as as a handler or, or you know, a valet or something for somebody. Yeah, in the talk. background, third tier, and you know, heel that gets beat, but yeah, because I don't, nobody. I really don't see it. I really don't see it with her, like. I don't see it with her. I see it with Mandy more than her. Actually, no. If I was the, if I was to put those the three like the three, uh, what was the word I used? Earlier? Uh, un, uncredible, non the three non credible blondes. <laughs> it's a new band. Three non blondes. The three non credible blondes. Carmela, Liv, and Mandy. Carmella is the most credible of them all, and Mandy's the worst. Like, Liv is between them. Like, Carmella mainly because of the attitude, the accent. Like, all right, I could buy that she could, like, maybe, you know, she, you know, pull a bitch hair out or some shit in the parking lot of a fucking, you know, stupid-ass Long Island mall or Staten Island mall or some shit. You can definitely see her back in the 90s, you know, being a fuck, fuck, you know, fuck girl, you know, at the local strip mall or something just causing trouble. Uh, Mandy Rose is the least credible wrestler to me in a long time. Uh, women. I, it's, yeah, she is, but, maybe not just, but she's just, here's yeah. the thing, though. She's ten notches above fucking Eva Marie at this juncture in her career. Like, you can tell Mandy is coachable. She'll listen. And she probably studied, you know, she probably studied tape and film because she could bump this shit good. I'm not saying she's got it now, but given the fact that she's young and maybe like another year or two, I, I think she'll be up there like in the upper echelon of the, of the females in the women's division. Because you got to think about it too. A couple of the ladies, you know, um, they're coming up on age. You know what I mean? Couple of the ladies, so it's gonna be sloppy. Look at her little bitch ass. So, so real quick, so she, she, uh, Dakota Kai had her little hope spots and made her come back, but she went for a finisher and and just got caught real awkward too because her finisher is then, you know, putting her shins on your shoulder thing, and she got caught and choked out, and she and she tapped out, and then Shayna celebrates. She going after her. Fuck that bitch up. Fuck her. Oh, she stole her title. Wow. So she's celebrating afterwards, and then she's like, the, the ref is trying to help, uh, you know, you know, help Dakota. Like, hey, you all right? And she comes back and puts the rear naked choke back on uh, Dakota Kai, and Dakota's passed out, and the ref can't get her off, and just being a real fuck girl. And uh, Nikki Cross runs out. Pulls her by, pulls Shayna by the hair, gets her off, does her crazy, come on, you know, slapping her chest, like, you know, come at like basically pick on somebody your own size kind of thing. Shayna backs yeah. into the corner, like, what the fuck? 
And then she, like, scowls, like, maybe she's going to do something. And then she picks up her title, and she leaves like a little pussy. And then she, as she walks, turns her back to walk up the ramp, Nikki Cross runs out the ring, <laughs> runs up behind her, snatches the title off her shoulder, and uh, runs back in the ring. And now is daring her to get back in the ring. And Shayna Baszler just don't know what to think. And Nikki Cross is the most wonderful thing uh, I could think of right now because – that's right. Oh, she's now Nikki's that's, crossing. Now she's challenging. That's you and me. Oh shit! Tonight? Tonight? No, it's only three minutes. Nah, I think that's. Nah, that's yeah. takeover. That's gonna be on takeover. Textbook fucking booking. Oh. Right? Textbook fucking booking. Why can't they get a clue on fucking Monday night? Because last night was one of the probably <laughs> most best book shows I've seen in a long fucking time. Like, segment by segment, everything made sense. And it made you want to see everything, on, you know, moving forward with SmackDown. And it also helps that they got fresh faces, fresh views. You got Andrade and Sincara. You got Joe there. He's just kept, he's knocking it out the fucking park. Shinsuke knocking it out the park. Like, he's got, like and, and say what you will, even Cass, his swagger, how he stepped up. You got... You got two cats. Two, three, wait a second. <laughs> that wasn't an official. <laughs> she she hit uh, Shayna Baszler with her neckbreaker finisher, and Dakota Kai counted, and then Nikki Cross is holding up the title like she won. And I think the ref is trying to tell her, like, this shit ain't official, B. Like, what are you doing? But that's so, but that's textbook. That is so. NWA Championship Wrestling from 86 or 87. That's textbook right there. It's not hard. They're showing you, they're illustrating, they're giving you this in 60 minutes. It's not fucking hard. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Just get the people what they want. Give them anger. They give got them shit that makes going sense. nuts for crazy exactly. ass. Mickey Cross. Hell, exactly. You know, Mickey Cross. She's it celebrating with the crowd like she really the champion. And next week we're going to get hard. that announcement. Like, yeah. I swear and to God, Monday just in night. in the ring just perplexed. Like, what the fuck? Right. I swear, Monday was it's, like the most fucking wooden show I ever seen in my fucking life. And this, and this, and it drew the, the lowest rating, the lowest, the second lowest rating in the history of Raw. Was Monday? Oh well, Monday. that game seven. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that show was fucking hideous. But Raw has been hideous these past, you know, two three weeks. So to the point where I couldn't even watch the whole show. Like I would watch yeah. the Seth segment, and I would come back whenever Drew is on. Because those are the like the two popping dudes right now on Raw. Seth and Drew. Yeah. Wait, who's the second one? Drew, who? Drew McIntyre. D-Mac. Drew. Oh, okay. D-Mac is, and, and I hear that Vince and Triple H are fucking super high on this guy. Like, he's, like, he's their pet project. Like, they're handling all his shit to make sure that nobody fucks with him or fucks him up. So, that tells you. <laughs> so, they got him with Dolph that's, Ziggler. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> nah, I think Ziggler, they know that. That's just they said that's just like 
a, a temporary no, move? No, it's temporary. It's obviously temporary, and it's like just yeah. a way to get to just to introduce him. But yeah, just to hear you get, you say, yeah, they don't want anybody to fuck him up, and it's like, oh, they got him with those regular. I'm like, just waiting for him. I'm just waiting for the other shoot to dry, and for them to let him kill for them to let him kill Dolph Ziggler, because you know that you know it's coming. Yeah, I'm, 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 I said this thing would last nine months, so whenever he came up, so I was like, it, it'll last throughout the, it'll last to the end of the year. But yeah, it might not. It, it might be over by some Dolph will fuck it up. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Dolph will fuck up and beat him into oblivion. But that's, to me, those are two, those are two players that you need to go to in the direction as one or two. I mean, unanimously right now, Seth is fucking like fish grease. Like, they need to just run with him. Roman needs to take an extended leave, a vacation, or whatever the fuck he's on. We, I'm glad he wasn't on the show this week. He needs to take an extended leave and just, and just, and just, you know, just leave. Come back out. He needs to go away and show up at the Royal Rumble. And, like, nobody needs to say Roman Reigns' name again until he shows up at the Royal Rumble, number 30. He can win it. I, w- I, don't, I wouldn't even give a fuck. But if Where he is it this year? On for, huh? Where is it this year? Uh, no, next I, year? Yeah, no no clue. All I know uh, is Mania's back here, and I'm trying to enjoy every festivity. Wale Mania this year here, all Q&As. Like, we out here in these streets this year mm. for Mania. Like, we're going we gonna to definitely turn yeah, up. It's a different. This year was my, like, local, I mean, yeah, since I'm in Texas, I mean, seven hours away isn't exactly local, but, you know, the hop, skip, and a jump. But if I was back mm-hmm. home, it would be a no-brainer like it was in 2013. Like, driving right. up for that bitch. But now, flying to New York. Or maybe yeah. treat that like, you know, maybe fly home and, you know, get my Philly vacation and, you know, visit, you know, go back there. Right. And then from Philly, you know, but... That's too much because WrestleMania in and of itself is. I can't go home for a day and be like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to spend the next three days in New no. York. Now, I'm yeah. talking about going to NXT and seeing that shit live and all that. But I don't know about going to Mania. I don't think I'll watch that shit at home. Like, yeah. the marathon. Right. Of, like, that might be, that might be about, the exact move to do everything except WrestleMania. And, like, maybe even. About they talk, they're already talking about this is going to be the longest one in fucking history. So we probably looking at six hours. Six or seven hours. they saying it's going to be the longest one ever. They better sign that fucking paper. They better seriously sign those contracts, get their money before... Before people start, yeah, you can't start announcing that shit. People start losing in, in the enthusiasm, and yeah, yeah. All right, Michael, right, my clock, goddamn. Let me, let me uh, get out of here. You got one last, one last thing so we can wrap up on. Yeah, one last thing because I know Rich coming on. Shout out, Rich fan. Um, I just wanted to get his and your opinion, you know, on the whole all in thing. You know, should they stream it, and do we like the fact, you know, of you all it. this? All I mean, this, it would. As far as making money, they have to stream this thing somewhere. They got an iPay-per-view. They got to connect with the the, the people at it. What is it? Uh, the Dragon Gate stuff that are pretty pretty good, WNK or whatever, NWK. 
you get yourself oh, the with a reliable network? Yeah, yeah. CNN. Get yourself with a reliable streaming place. Even if you got to give them a nice cut, you got to air this thing. I think the excitement level, people are going to want to see this. In September, it ain't shit going on in September. Besides, like, football's coming back, but still, and, and baseball playoffs. But, I mean, as far as pay-per-view, there's no, you know, SummerSlam will be in the rear view. You'll have that weekend probably all to yourself. I mean, maybe there'll be a big UFC thing, but, you know, Fans, you're trying to get to watch all in. They, you know, they would definitely choose all in over some, you know, UFC that they can, you know, rewatch later. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but so yeah, is, you charge. You know, is. you charge a good. You charge. I I I think you put this thing at a price point of like fifteen bucks, fourteen ninety nine for a live stream, and you have access to it for the next two or three days. So you don't have to watch. Like you can order it, you can i pay per view it, or i you know stream it. But even if you're not there to watch it live, you get home in the next day or two or three, and you can and it's there for you. Right. And last $50. last quick. Can't be charged thirty dollars these days because people will be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Last real real quick. So what if uh and I'm gonna hang you know kick back and listen. What if um. WWE decide like fuck it, these guys doing well. Let's stick our fucking hands in the pot. I mean, I know it never happened, but be like, you know, let's stick our hand in and offer them, you know, the network, the air the shit. Yeah, that came up two or three weeks ago, and I, I, <laughs> that's just not gonna happen. No, I know, and and you're thinking, well, they put that survey out. They wanted to do that tiered, that tiered thing with the different indie stuff that never really, you know popped off or came to fruition so this might be kind of a, a, a version of that um i think it would be in their best interest the bucks and cody to stream it on wnn or something and do the monster numbers do right. a hundred thousand streams right, and, right. and then next time because you would imagine they're going to do another all-in next. Uh, shit, they could do an all-in WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend. weekend. Yeah. Right. And the, and another thing I even if they wait until that, next September, they could you know that's right. when you get your cash in on WWE Network because you right. can demand, do it like, annually, no, once a year, once a year. But another thing I was thinking before that happens, Trav, is that with all this money, this influx of cash coming in, the WWE it would not. You know what I mean? Be shocking or surprising for this to be like, you know what? We got to put it into this all this shit and let's offer these guys big money fucking contracts. Two, three million a piece for the young bucks and maybe two million for Cody and his wife. Come on, Mike. Offer, or maybe some 1.5, something like that. Let's Mike, offer these Mike. guys big money contracts. No. no. I think they'll do it. Not maybe. Nah, yeah, let's go. We got enough money. Them, I don't care how successful All In is on that level because there's levels to it. They'd be like, whatever. It yeah. can be as successful as it wants. We got five bill. We got a billion dollars in the bank, uh, um, and we've got this contract in place for the next five six years. We good. Yeah, but that's how I think. They, making, not let's yeah, try to get the talent that own. we already didn't want that we let go in Cody's case. You know, and didn't see money in just because they went yeah, and didn't yeah. like. Yeah, I'm like, well, whatever. I mean, but they've been wanting. To, you know, they've been wanting the bucks 
for years. The Bucks been a priority of theirs for years, but the Bucks won't sign. You know, they've been wanting the Bucks for about three, four years now. And they ain't getting no younger. I mean, you got, y'all have this independent success, but, I mean, it's going to come a time where, you know, it's, it's – and this I, I leave you with this. I liken it to being on, you know, being on a major in the rap game and then being going independent, having to front the money for yourself. This is why all the, you know, all the artists now are going back to Rock Nation and all that because they said it's more lucrative and it's easier to rely on a major – you know, to distribute their shit as opposed to you fronting and putting all the money up, you know, yourself. Yeah. And I'll leave with that. Appreciate you, Mike, man. Appreciate you too, brother. Enjoy your birthday, King. Go bust up, man. Let's, uh, 2-4-0. Hey, Travis, uh, Marcus. What's happening? Got some uh, quick up? for me. Yeah. Um, happy birthday. Um, didn't realize you were Gemini, Thanks. but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two things. Uh, do you think WWE has done enough with Roman to keep him from being like a footnote in history? Just say if Roman has retired tomorrow or he does something that, that, he, that he gets fired for, like – does he, has he done know where, he gets, where he's made a mark on in history, or would it just be like, oh, yeah, that Roman guy was the guy they tried to build a company around? For example, like yeah, you don't get Brock, the main event four WrestleManias in a row and be a footnote in history. Like that's Roman Reigns. It's going to be he's already etched some kind of legacy, no matter okay. What, what, okay. what you think of him or what that legacy would be. Uh, you know, ten, twenty years from now, what people will think of like if he had to retire tomorrow for for whatever reason. Um, yeah, he's done too much. He's been in too many top spots. He's main event at rest the big sh- the biggest show of the year four times in a row. That's uh, you know, Rock never did that. Austin never did that right. for 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 reasons. I'm not <laughs> you know, and there's a, there's reasons Roman did. You know, he certainly wasn't the guy that should you know necessarily should have been there four times in a goddamn row. Right. Um, right. But he did, and, 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 you know, those things happen, and you can't take that from him. So, um, so yeah, okay. he'll be, he'll be more, if, if it all ended today, he'd be, he'd be, and for the fact that his career ended, so that would be also be a part of his legacy. Man, he was only 32, or, you know, whatever he is, 31 years old, and then everything came crashing down, or he decided that it was enough for him, or whatever the situation Right. Also, uh, what well, two things? Well, I guess one thing and a half. Uh, I think a cookout is more of they're bringing food that's not barbecued, and barbecue is like almost strictly barbecue and probably sides. But cookout be more like barbecue plus things that people are bringing from their kitchen. If that makes sense. That's, at least that's why I think. What are you bringing from your kitchen? Oh, I mean, I okay. Like it's more like... variety of foods for a cookout. A cookout be more like a potluck almost, but not like. A potluck, potluck, but more like a barbecue slash potluck, if that makes sense. At least that's how I think of it. Yeah, I'll fall back on my, if I had to define the two as different, a cookout is in a park, you know, or or, or a 
cordoned off like area because they're going to be 35, 40, 50 people, you know, at least more than a right. dozen. A, a barbecue you right. can just have between you. You can barbecue for yourself. Like, I'm going to barbecue a steak right. tonight, <laughs> you know. Right. But a cookout, you're not having a cookout for you, just you and your dumbass self. You're just barbecuing <laughs> some, some a burger or some, you know, a steak or some chicken wings or something. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. So, cool, man. Appreciate that. Uh, last, last question. Um, yeah. What do, you, what do you think the values of title more, multiple title reigns or multiple champions? Like, yeah, like Triple H, Randy. Cena, Edge have like more than ten title reigns. I think Roman has like four title reigns already. I mean, do you think that'd be best title more or more or like more? I mean, more champions. Like for example, women's titles. I feel like almost half of the roster has had a title reign so far. Like I mean, yep. Jenner has had a title reign, which he probably shouldn't have had the title reign at this point in his career. But I feel like that also devalues the title. So, which which do you think like devalues the title more? And um. I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah. Appreciate the call. I think devaluing, what devalues the title more is what's happening with, like, a Carmella or having it on gender. I think the person, more than a hot potato, like, like the, I don't think the title, a different context, you know, almost two decades separate, but 1999, when the title changed hands 11 times, mainly between Rock and Mankind, but Rock, Mankind, Austin, Triple H, Vince, I think all had the title that year, and it changed hands 11 times, so, you know, almost once a month. So it's like every pay-per-view almost, <laughs> or every uh, raw after pay-per-view, the title's changing hands, or, or you know, or something like that, or, co- or coming close to, the, to that. Um but I think the per, it's having it on a lesser credible person uh, make devalues the title more than hot potatoing it because we see in in boxing and in and in and in mixed martial arts sometimes that title just can't be defended. Like man, that title's changed hands, you know, four times in two years. You know, like every big fight that title, every title defense, that title's changing hands. Like I know UFC. One of those, uh, one of their championships, maybe the light heavyweight title or something, just like six straight people had that belt and never, not one successfully defended it. Uh, That doesn't devalue the title to me. Like the fact that it changed hands. I don't know, but as long as, and I assume they were, as long as those fighters were credible and moved up in the rankings in a, in a credible fashion and didn't cut the line, didn't, you know, no, no, no bullshit, you know, shenanigans and stuff, then people just went in and lost, went in and won. But if you just put a bunch of, if you put the title somehow on a tomato can and then gave them up, yeah, I, it's harder to do, obviously, that the gender push would, it, 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 it wouldn't work in, in, Com- real combat sports because he would get his ass beat because he's just not as good. Can't you know cheat or have his buddies run interference. Um, but yeah, in, in the wrestling context, having it on a lesser person devalues the title. And let's go to I believe Willis in D.C. Uh, Willis, what's happening? Can you be quick. I, I know you got short time, but um, yeah. how you? How you feel about 
the um, people being pissed about the Star Wars movie that just came out, even though it was a halfway decent movie for what it was. And the fan. Well, one, is, I don't give a fuck about Star Wars, so I don't give a fuck about <laughs> people's opinions about Star Wars. So, fuck Star Wars and everything it stands for. I mean, I, I yeah, no, I actively hate Star Wars. Like it's the corniest okay. shit. Like, and this isn't new hipster, you know, two thousands. Like, ugh, I don't like it. No, I was five years old. I thought it was trash, and that has not changed. You know, thirty. Now, you know, 33 years, uh, 35 years, <laughs> whatever, 33 years, I was right the first time. So, yeah, oh, no, I don't fuck with Star Wars, can, Star Trek, fuck can, Rogers, can, none of that shit. We can move past that then, so, um, damn, what the hell I was going to say? It was so good not seeing Roman on the damn TV this week. It was just a blessing to uh, everybody else. It's not like it made Raw better. Yeah. Well, I I enjoyed I mean, it was still, a little bit. You know, Mike talked about you know it was just a wooden, you know, show. It didn't have a ton of life to it. It you know that barbecue bullshit. And I know they were going up against Game Seven, and they probably just clearly phoned it in. But I, I like the little bit better it. compared to last week. Last week was yeah. Now last week was horrible. The only thing that highlighted yeah, yeah, that was um. Yeah, the highlight was Finn and Braun, and that was about it. Just like again this week. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with Daniel Bryan because he ain't win the um Money in the Bank, which him and Jeff Hardy don't need to be in the match because one wrong thing and both of them can get messed up. They don't need that right now. Yeah, so, I'm glad. Yeah, I said that when um, he lost the first. The first uh, qualifying, I was like, dude, I don't care. He lost to uh, Rusev. It's like anything to keep him out of that. He does not need to be in a damn ladder match. So I was fine, and I was fine with, especially this time, because he lost to Rusev just super clean, and it was just like, oh, okay. This time he lost to Joe, and it was, you know, a triple threat, and it was circumstances, and it was a really good match. The match he had with Rusev was okay. Uh, but, you know, he's still Rusev, and it's, he's still – you know, I mean, he might be over, and everybody might love Rusev Day, but he's not the most credible, you know, you know male talent out there right now. Right, right. Well, that's about it. Cool, man. Appreciate you as always. Talk to you next time. Right, Willis from DC, and you know what? Just because we haven't talked to him in a little bit, let's, and he did give me a personalized. Birthday shout out today. Let's uh, hear from Boris from Chicago real quick. Boris, you got something for us real quick? Well, live. Happy birthday and anymore. And I I was basically asked about the Dan Bryan thing, too, and how you felt about it. I mean, I've been liking the way they've been doing it. It's not like the last time, his last run, where we knew they was against him. But I'm just intrigued. Losses don't necessarily aren't a bad thing. I mean, I didn't like, like I just said, I didn't necessarily like the Rusev loss. But, you know, whatever. Sometimes people need to win clean and lose clean. And then he had that really good comeback the next week beating up Cass. And then this week was was uh, was good, too. And then he lost to a more credible opponent in a, in a more credible uh, way that, that certainly protected him. 
even though he tapped out or passed out. Again, they like really went out of their way to, you know, to keep him strong. Yeah, I mean, they're they're finding different ways to do this. So I'm just I'm really intrigued on where this is going, and because he spoke the words that you don't you don't speak, he wants that title, you know, the championship. So. We don't often get to see. We don't often hear the guys say they want a championship because they're not in the championship pictures. Only certain people get to say. So when he said it, it made me really feel that he's going to get a run. So the way we get there has got me really intrigued. Well, the way we're going to get. Yeah, so far so good. I I am okay with the Daniel Bryan comeback story. It has been uh, it's been booked fine. Even with the, the clean loss to Rusev, like yeah, it's all it's. Uh, you're not going to hear hear me complaining. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, let's uh, go down to Georgia and talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, wow. what's happening? What's good, Trav? Not too bad, man. How you doing today? Or not too much. Yeah, Happy birthday, right. man. Thank you. Appreciate okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you got to stay in tune to your Twitter a little bit more when you are um, rambling, or when you rambling and going on with the drunken man <laughs> online, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because um, we tagged you to the post about um, they put out there with um, WWE might uh, NHT might be going to um, to um, FS1. Uh, and I would say that's yeah. crazy. They must have heard heard us um talking last week. That was something that we had spoke on. Yeah. And, um Yeah, this thing every week, you know, is getting a little a uh, little more and more interesting. And um I'm not surprised or I won't be surprised if when this thing is all said and done, NXT is like on F S one every week at a certain you know, like it's not specials, it's just nope. They're on they get. I, I don't even if know how they work it out. Like, would they get consideration? Slot. Would they simulcast it on the network? Would Fox, like, would Fox care? Would WWE care? Because I think WWE would be like, fine, no, it's good, it's cool. Again, we got so much money in hand. If we lose a few subscribers because they don't feel the need because they got Fox and they can watch NXT through Fox. Whatever, but I think most people are still going to watch it that have the network. I should say are still going to watch NXT, assuming it's nothing changes on the network side. It still comes on Wednesdays at eight Eastern and all that stuff. I think people are still going to watch it the way, but the way they have been. But for folks that don't have the network, yeah, that's certainly uh, certainly something FS1 can uh, you know they'll promote the hell out of it. They'll promote it during SmackDown. Um, I wonder if they'll say, you know, tune in, yeah, tune in tomorrow night, assuming they keep it Wednesday, tune in tomorrow, oh, wait, there's, people are thinking uh, SmackDown's going to be on Friday now, right? SmackDown on Friday, yeah, so, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking so like say, a tune in next week I think that's when on, yeah. a big block of USC on FS1 usually on on Thursday and that's like a three four hour block, so no no more UFC. You got to fill that time up with WWE. So you could see um, NXT goes to more than an hour. Oh, 
block. Be a two-hour block. Or and just do that. That solves the fact. NXT in the studio show, or you know, and then something else. Well, you only do an hour-long studio show. That's the only. That's the studio show that um, UFC produced. It's only an hour or so, and they produce it with their own talent. So, and WWE have their own studio. So if you're paying them and you know they got their own studio, you're not supplying the studio and you're not supplying the talent. So if you want the studio show, you make them do it. So that just brings back Scott Stanford and stuff like that that they was already doing. So if you think about it, <laughs> WWE was just um, negotiating deals that they uh, of things that they had already done previously, but they let go to save a little money until this TV deal come in, if you think about it. So smart business. Very smart business. You bring that back, you can bring back the talking smacks and the stuff like that. But you probably oh, still gonna sure. have to, uh, push that UFC to um, NXT to two hours, and maybe that helps out. I know last week you were talking with somebody else about um, NXT not making money, but you know they're triple their touring, so they're making a little money, and you can say they count in on this TV deal, so that brings in some money. So they now they are profitable. Yeah. I'll reiterate what I said in, during that conversation last week or whenever it was. Yes, they make money at the ticket booth. People pay, you know, five, nine hundred, eleven hundred people, however many people show up, will show up and pay, you know, ten to forty dollars for NXT tickets. But at the end of the day, when they turn that money in and say, "Hey, we had a, you know, a, an eighty thousand dollar gate." Yeah, that $80,000 goes in, like, you just absorb that into a, a budget that's still in the minus because they're still getting being But you got to think about that budget that was in the minus. That 80 grand that they made on. at the gate isn't going to pay for their trucks, isn't going to pay for their equipment, isn't going to pay for the people that, that it takes to uh, to run all this shit, the, the producers and, 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 and the technical But folks. they ain't paying the people so, who, who filming it, though. They're not... They're not paying them. Those are film students who work at that um, school where they got to deal with. And people forget when they say uh, NXT don't make no that money. Not, Remember, that their, is budget, not their budget. Their budget. in the bucket, though. Their budget come from. Their budget come is also mixed in and tied into the um, performance center that they um, took all their money out four years yeah. ago that, that was right. um, set up and. And separ- um, separated within I, no matter how the NXT you slice call. it, Darrell. No matter how you cut it, no matter. You ever see that? You ever see that meme that that shows the federal spending budget, and it shows fifty six percent of our federal spending goes to the military, and then they show all the little slivers. Oh, this is education gets two percent. Fucking this gets right, and they go. Within that agriculture and whatever, that six percent, that tiny little sliver of a, of the six percent is food stamps. And they go, that's what they go. We need to balance our budget. We need to cut food stamps. As if you could demolish that entire fucking tiny little sliver on that pie. That is not going to make any difference to you know when you got business that business is totally different. Business is totally different though than. Uh-huh. Um, government, you can't, you can't um, mix, you can't, you can't mix um, government and how no, they balance the I can to because how it's you my analogy and it works absolutely. I, I understand works. that. You can't I understand. Take this little, I, I understand tiny that. Little pe- 
the entire thing is being propped up by WWE. NXT would not be able oh, yes. to sustain I, I, I never... in any form that it has now without WWE subsidizing them. Period. Oh, I never said. I never said. I never said that. Right, but I when you talk about that well, that the film not, students um, really run the thing, and like, okay, uh, I was just telling that you. Don't make, no, I was just, just saying, because you're not paying people no, I was, for to run your cameras, and I don't think that's as fast and tight and fast and hard as 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 some they're not getting that kind of professional production every goddamn week with some students who turn over every six months like like i did community i did tv studio work in college and in high school like that shit is not easy to learn that is not something you just throw people into like hey you know how to run a switchboard or, or a director's chair or director's you know whatever that switchboard that the director's yelling at the person you know cut the camera seven camera three that guy like you, you don't just oh i'm i'm jim i'm new oh. here i'm um uh, in the film school oh, I get that, they, from Idaho. Also, oh okay jim I'm won't saying, you run the I'm nxt fucking switchboard in general. like no but even I if they, all those general. people were getting free if all that production is free it's still it's n- it still makes no difference. The NXT is not bringing in any money to where they'd be. I'm not saying they're bringing in. They're not bringing in. Um, they're not bringing in any money. I'm not saying they're not bringing in enough money. money they bringing in but more money than it takes to produce them. They are not in the black. They are very, very much cheap, in running in the red. They're cheap. They're a cheap show. They're a cheap show that's um prop uh, that, Oh yeah. Um, wrestling is a cheap show because for the most part. Yeah, and they're because of the talent, and because of the show, and because of you know being in uh, wrestling and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you got a bunch of people on the roster what, making forty making grand. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, like you know, you got Ricochet and making and Velveteen. You know, probably signed a hundred twenty thousand dollar downside or some shit. You know, so you're Adam you are it probably is making a show <laughs> Um, Shinsuke was there making over a meal, so <laughs> we got okay, to yeah, that, that, was, that was so that was yeah, circumstances. Yeah, so you know they probably got a few, and then they still bringing in people all the time. Plus, um, they 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 they're worth something because now if F F S one want them, um, they're worth something, and you just want to show your they're worth, worth yeah. people. Yeah, well, that immediately you, makes that's their business. Them that's all more you want valuable. Yeah, that's all you want to do is show your worth. And if you can find you a sucker who want to um, chip in and, um, and spend a little extra money, then that's what you do. Now you now you bringing in a profit, but right now they're they're worth more than what they probably bringing in anyway. So that's a good that's a good thing. But that was all I was just stating uh, when it come to that right there that 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 they could be making some money. They could be making some money because you never know. Maybe they get a TV deal eventually. Or something like that, or separate like their separate very own, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And plus, um, a lot of their stuff was um, were um, tied in to um, to the performance center what they paid up front for. They paid the the bill to um, the um performance center off that early contract money from um, you know, that they signed with USA a couple of years ago. That's off the books, I think, after this year, if I'm not mistaken. So that loss that you taking, that you took all them um, weeks and all them 
times when they were doing their stuff, that's coming off, and now you're making straight profit, so it's not looking so like a money pit, like, okay, we're just putting so much money in into this, when really you start, if you're thinking in advance, that was a good move. You invested in the um, performance center. Now you done paid it off. You got you a new um, deal and stuff like that. So now that deal that people thought was a money pit ain't really a money pit no more because now you can make your own stars. You can develop them. You can still take from the indies and all that type of stuff and print your own money now because now you got another show that you can probably auction off. Well, you'd have to wait five years, you know, six years, whatever, until you would have to position the next six years positioning NXT to be a legit third brand that could then be auctioned off, in your words, uh, to a third network. Could you imagine Raw's on USA, SmackDown's on Fox, and NXT is on uh, a Viacom station? (laughs) <laughs> That'll be crazy. Yeah, MTV two. I don't know where. Um, where so then, where they, then where you consider them a monopoly <laughs> at that time? Well, they're already a monopoly. monopoly. They're a monopoly right now, just because there just isn't another. They're a monopoly by default. So they've been a monopoly since '01, and Impact and TNA never gave them a real run. So. And that's so a bad. That would, and TNA is a um, is a um, what you would call a um charity case. So <laughs> they always been a charity case. Find some sucker to um donate money to them while they misuse uh, misuse funds. And, but that's my opinion. And uh, I was hearing y'all talk about the all in and shit. They um simulcasted or, or, or do it. I say they shouldn't because. If you can't make no money off of um, simulcasting it or showing it online, I don't care about the views. If you can't make money off it, you just messing it up. You bet. You bet off doing the PWG thing and um, selling the DVDs, selling the DVDs for it. Because yeah, right yeah, now, I don't think, I mean, they, I think they're that's probably making who, any money. Who, who says they should stream it for free? Like whose idea is that? Oh, I ain't saying I ain't saying you should. I ain't saying nobody said that. But I'm just saying you don't oh, do okay. that unless you know. You can make no, a major yeah, no, deal, no. and I don't see anybody paying a major deal unless it's WWE the streaming. What do you mean a major deal? I don't know Why do you need people. a major deal? You just need somebody with it that's to partner with the streaming, like WWN or WNN, whatever they are, or or whoever. Like get with somebody reliable, even if it costs you. Even if it costs you, I mean, of course it's going to cost, but get if with somebody pay, reliable. If, you pay, like, if you're going to pay them, are you paying them to? Huh? Allow them to stream it? Are you going to pay them? Because no, no, no. What's you're the paying reason why like you're doing like the, w, the old WWE pay-per-view model. Like, in demand or whoever got 50%, and WWE got the rest. They, again, WWE... That's the reason why they wanted to stop that, man. I, I, I guess. I get it. But if you're the Cody and the Buffs, and WNN says we want... Um, we want 35%. Of your iPay-Per-View, or, yeah, of your iPay-Per-View, you're going to go, no, we're just going to run it and then sell DVDs later, when you could do both, when you could do the iPay-Per-View and still sell DVDs later. Like, you would take that deal, right? You'd take your 65%. Like, why wouldn't you? But if I'm W, um, uh, W, um, N, whatever, um, 
I ain't giving them sixty five. I'm taking the sixty five. They can they can have the thirty five. There's no no reason you using my um my platform and 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 my resources out there. So I can't give you sixty five. That's that's a sucker bet for me. The the, the hustle of me and if I got the if if I have the product. It's if a I have a product that, that you need to, get to 35% do. Thirty-five percent of just basically just like okay. So does WWN have to do anything besides say, here's X, here's the code, here's the password to the uh, to, to the streaming button, and you don't and you think that's worth more than thirty? They are they because, should get the sixty-five percent. Um, like in demand didn't even get sixty-five percent. Like what do you mean that's a sucker's bet to who? You you want them to walk away and go, well, okay, it's the internet. We can find some fucking body else. Thanks, WWN. But no thanks. But how many how many of these? How is that a sucker's bet for WWN to say we want 35%? To do nothing. How? But to say, here, yeah, there's a platform. Here's the streaming apparatus. Because my platform, my, um, what you would call them, so, because you own an arena, people, uh, everybody my, that comes in there, you should get the sixty-five percent. Jay Z come to town. He want to he want to run a show in your twenty twenty thousand seat arena that he's going to fill out fill uh, fill up. You like I want sixty-five percent. Why wouldn't Jay Z just go across okay. town? I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you like this because um I um I ran um parties at clubs and stuff like this. When um when okay. you coming in and when you coming in. This is what the owner of the club he's gonna tell you. First of all, hey, I'm keeping the bar because that's where I'm gonna make the most money off of. You can get half of the dough. You can get half of the dough, and I take half of the dough. So if you don't get a certain amount of people in there, you already taking a loss because you already got to split the profit, and you got to pay him for using for being able to use the club. If you WNN, they're they're using your connections, your everything. So still, they got to pay you. Right. Which costs and them nothing want, to do. Unlike a promoter of a physical it doesn't matter. Building. It doesn't matter. It's just business. It's just, it's just well, business. Of You're talking course about it personal. matters. You're talking about what are you personal talking stuff. about? You're talking about You're personal telling stuff. Me. You're, ta- You're telling You're me. You're telling me that Uber that has no overhead, that has no fleet of cars to have to service and drivers and all that kind of shit to have to uh, 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 license. And how many and Uber everybody drivers, does and how many everything Uber drivers themselves. All you have to do is provide the platform. <laughs> You just rake in the money the because everybody does everything themselves. You don't have a physical brick and, and order drivers place or physical trucks and vehicles. I don't. I don't. We're, we're you're talking about. But something you're not talking about. But you're not. But you're not talking with about club you know, promoting you know, in a physical Uber. building and wanting people to show up physically at your place. That you got to hire security. You got to make sure the health inspection. You got to make sure your liquor license and all that. You ain't got to do all that shit if you're WWN. You push a fucking button and you go, here's the, uh, obviously it's more complicated than that, but you say, here's the password oh, yeah, to the Wi-Fi connection. Have at it. And we'll take our 35% when and it's over. Give us, send us the, send us our cash, our money. Okay, our Tram. Okay, Tram. Okay, Man, Tram. Now, the people who drive the Uber. But I know it's not the, the same the as running a club this, and splitting it with the this and the, keeping the bar because they don't have to do all that. 
The Bucks and Cody uh, are doing everything. They got the cameras. Go to, um, they've got the production people. All they need to do, all they need is WWN's plug. Who Literally, the let us put people, this internet Travis? cord in. Travis, who paying the production people? The production people not cheap. Then you are you paying them as independent contractors. They're, that means they got certain deals that they want that they want you to cover for them paying them for them coming there. Then you have to pay to get the camera crew there. You got to pay all that. You, you then you go through regulations for having a camera crew there. You paying for that? Okay, they could not do that and just and just have the money. That they made so why would I from cover, the tickets. So why would I cover that? Because first of all, this is not my show, so I'm not getting any take on the on the tickets that's being. Who sold. are you in the scenario? Because I'm confused now. Why? I'm I'm WWN. This is my okay. This is um this um I'm not. What are you covering if you're WWN? Okay, I'm I'm not. What are you covering? You're oh. providing them with a streaming platform, and you're getting paid. If you're getting, you got to have the with there to stream it, and you're getting paid you handsomely for it. You got to get the people there to stream it, Trav. You got to bring the. You have to bring the camera people there. That's up. That's more people that you're paying. They're not paying for that. The money that they paying you to. Ask you can they um barter the barter system where they're paying to be on. Your streaming site, like when you pay to be on TV, I'm, I'm, you're not um, having harder. the camera crew there to pay to be on my TV. That's a difference than when, like when WWE first started, they had to pay to be on TV. But you, that means they was they were paying the camera people themselves to film their shows, and then right. they were sending their tapes to the television to put on. That's all the TV people had to do was just pop the tape in. Okay. That's a difference. Right. They're not, they're not, um, the Bucks, them are not. So even if WWN has to send a crew out to a, a, a tech production, whatever crew, it's how many people do you think that is? That it deserves, like it's, they're not sending out a truck. For, it's not a WWE production. They're sending out some technical folks and some camera folks. Okay. It's it's more tech. It's more technical than that, Travis. You just can't. You can't, hey, it's not YouTube when you send out um with a with your handheld phone and loading it up. Who on are they computer. sending? I've seen <laughs> WWE productions. I, I've seen Dragon Gate or I pay per views that that go on uh, WWE. They didn't have a production. These shit ain't in and they didn't have a production truck there. Six they cameras. Didn't have a production and truck they got three cameras and a fucking small ballroom or uh, armory or wherever they're running. And and it's but normal. They also had a production you know, truck there, Travis. Production. Right. I mean, they they had a production truck there too, then they Travis. That's not cheap. You that's not five thousand dollars and you buy a production truck. Is that so? And, and you know how many people be want to film shows and would do that? <laughs> would spend okay, the little, maybe the little five thousand dollars. Absolutely. Maybe I'm underestimating how how much what it takes to uh to to produce yeah. a show. But if but if you, if money I'm to, going to by, a show, uh, did in demand have to send? They didn't have to like send. Like the, oh, WWE did all their production, and they got fifty percent. So I guess that's they what you're saying. If they now have to, yeah. If they ha- if WWN isn't just providing the platform and they have to do this extra stuff, that's where the extra fifteen percent is coming in. That's why it should be sixty five thirty five. Uh, WWN. Uh, uh, to their advantage. 
are you are you up in the price like on how the, much? The logic. Yeah, that's it. what I'm trying to say. Are you are you up in the up, up front money? Are you paying me more money up front? Are you paying me more money on the back end? That's just that's just regular business right there. Well, if you're the Bucks and Cody, because, you've got all your money in hand. You've got uh, whatever. Uh, Ten thousand times, but you got to uh, think. You know, whatever the average price you was. Gotta think, they trying to make I money I back. You, you, don't, you can't count ticket money. That's one thing about um being a promotion or selling stuff, uh, or selling stuff like that. That's like you going out selling drugs uh, <laughs> or something like that. You, you when you, you buy when you buy the product, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't count your ticket money as like money already on hand because. That's paying yourself back because you are, you got to go. You can't you can't be okay every time I sell a um I sell a dub. I'm gonna take uh instead of get, putting it back in the bag the twenty dollars. I'm gonna take ten dollars out. Now you robbing yourself and you you costing what you 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 costing what you supposed to make overall. You can't do that. You you can't do that. So the ticket money can't count. That's why I said, like a club, when I go and I'm promoting at a club and I'm selling tickets, I can't count my ticket money as money that I'm paying out to people. I'm, I'm supposed to already have the money to pay the people because that's paying myself back. That's why when you do this type of stuff, at first, you make a loss or you barely cut even. Right. right. Well, the only reason Until I objected to the club analogy is because of physical break. I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it's the in-demand uh, uh, type of um, formula that WWN is pro- is 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 providing the platform to pr- to basically like to, to you know to to run the thing. But if you're telling me they have to do they have to send a truck and all that, like oh okay, I do have to readjust what like obviously because I was not at, uh, at, uh, just up front. I was not counting. I'm thinking, and I said it over and over again in demand or. WWN's pressing a button or giving them the code to the Wi-Fi, and Cody and them has their, I assume, you know, a production team and all that stuff that they're. But if WWN does that, okay, yes, absolutely, that changes. And you don't want to take that risk of, of, of what. And uh, you don't want to take that risk dealing with our production companies because you don't know what type of stuff that they. Well, WWN, want I pick them because you know they're the most reliable. I pay, you know, they're the ones that like ROH yeah. would have problems every time but i would never hear any issues about dragon gate like dragon gate pay-per-views go i pay-per-views and shit go off and streams go off without a hitch never hear complaint roh every single big roh pay-per-view they got a problem people 30 minutes 40 minutes hour into the show still can't get on and all that kind of shit so i'm thinking if you get with somebody reliable let wwn who's been doing it for years successfully Excuse me, you pay them a percentage, 35, 25, 50, 65, whatever it is. But if you're, and, but if I, if my whole outlook on what they provide was skewed, then yeah, I'm, I was coming from a place of, yeah, just ignorance of not knowing what WWN provides. If they're not literally just providing a platform and they've got to send a truck to Chicago with 8 to 12, 8 to 15 tech people and, and engineer type folks and stuff, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that shit. And the best yeah, people to do that too, and the best people you would do that for, they, they should have just hustled on Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor bid, um, bow down to whatever they wanted them to do. You would try to hustle them and just have them do it for free and put the bid. If you're gonna do that, but obviously, it, 
as you haven't heard it being on our pay-per-view announcement, so they must not know that it's better just to not even show it there and have to deal with Ring of Honor that way because they're going to chip in your profits and you're trying to make the most, you're trying to maximize your profits. So the best way is to just do it, hire a few camera people to record it because that's a little cheaper. Then you can get it digitally. I don't heard the results 800 times. I don't listen to three, four different audios recapping the show, and then I got to wait two to six weeks for your fucking DVD? But look, like, what, but look what um, PWG do. PWG do numbers, and PWG's we can got say they're a legit of built-in, like, you know, just but you just trying oil. to go off when it's hot, man. <laughs> when it's hot, you just go with it. You just do it because you count on the hotness of your your brand or uh, the, uh, the weed that you're selling right now, and you just count on it being so hot that the people are going to want to come back and buy more. You feel me? So you just putting it out there like that. You got people to so-called sell it out. So these same people who was at the show should be want to come back and experience the show over and over again. So they might want to buy it because, again, they're already thinking of these people are nothing but marks that they can sell them anything, sell them any type of dream, and they'll buy it anyway. So um, we just going to keep squeezing the lemon until it ain't no more juice in the lemon. <laughs> and we done got our money and our take yeah, because they no, trying to maximize uh... their money. <laughs> you already got to pay all the wrestlers. I'm pretty sure some of them, some of the high all ones right. that's coming, like the the Okadas or uh, what? I think they said Okada maybe, or Naito. I, I know they ain't coming for cheap and, and do right. a buddy deal. They might give you a buddy discount for somewhat. Right. But, hey, you finna, you finna pay me. They still got to get there. And you still got to find them in from wherever the hell they are. You know, you got to put them up in a decent, decent place. Decent hotel. So this money coming out your pocket. That's why I say you can't count ticket money because the ticket money don't supposed to come in until this, the day of the show. That's when you start counting the heads and counting the tickets. Well, I mean, the tickets are sold. That's why. I mean, the tickets, right? I mean, that's, that's literally they have you still the go, money. You still, you still can go on, 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 on what you call it and find I guess because that's the reseller market. Yeah, they're not Still selling them out. Somebody bought them in their reseller. They sold out. 500 to 1,000 tickets every day. It might go down for a little while, and then the tickets fill right back up. So the res- in the resale market on the same site. Right. But you can only get them in the resale market if they already sold in the first sale market. So the tickets are sold. Cody and the Bucks have their money for their 10,000 seats. That's just a good the fact, and, you know, that's, they have that money. Yeah, but the resellers are the ones who make the most money off against, the ticket. I'm not saying you go against your your edict of don't count your money. You might still want to live by that that rule, but I'm saying they literally oh, yeah. actually they have the money, so it's not like they gotta. It won't. So how much that, those checks won't clear. Not checks, those, that money won't be released from these various banks and credit cards till the for September 1st. Like no, they got their money. Because I'm seeing pictures of people oh, yeah. with their tickets. But how much? But how much was the um, tickets were uh, when they were released, and how much um, is what's we call it um, taking off top of uh, promoting your show and and, and um, selling it? Because obviously they didn't release the tickets in 
all the places that you will see tickets being sold because they only released it, what, in two places? Because it wasn't on Ticketmaster. You couldn't go to Ticketmaster and um, buy a ticket there because that show ain't even on there. You can't go to some of the yeah, other Yeah, and I wouldn't um, want to work with you with Ticketmaster. Stuff like that. Why would you want, you know, $18 fucking processing fee and bullshit like that? $30 ticket coming out to be 55 bucks or, you know, no, you don't want to screw your fans over like that. I wouldn't work with Ticketmaster at all. Yep. Fuck Ticketmaster. Yeah, but usually, you know. It's the internet. Ticketmaster you know. is so irrelevant. I can go on Eventbrite or or Bands in Town and a million different ways to, to buy tickets to, sh- to shows directly to the, to the uh, person's website. Or the venue's website. Oh yeah, I don't try to yeah. fuck with. I don't. I don't fuck with um, Ticketmaster too much. I like um, SeatGeek and a, and a couple other yeah, places. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It wasn't on all them other different platforms to be sold like that. So you was only dealing with one place because they must gave you the better deal. See, that's what I've yeah. been thinking. Yeah, I don't care who when I don't, you be talking about making point, money like that. Sitting here, May 30th, 2018, two three weeks after these tickets went on sale and sold the fuck out in a half hour. I don't care about the tickets sold out. The Bucks and my point is the Bucks oh, yeah, and Cody have their See, ticket that's what money. I'm about. So I ain't trying to dip in my ticket money. <laughs> I don't right. care what nobody higher. Right, because else isn't your ticket money that ten thousand times? You know, forty-two dollars or whatever the median uh, ticket was. That's paying your talent. Your gate pays your talent, right? Yeah, unless you uh, unless you set up a deal with them, and originally they got paid beforehand yeah. or however. Beforehand, and if that's paying the and if that's paying the talent, how much of it is paying the talent? Because I would want all of it paying the talent because I want some of my money back. That's why. Oh, right, right, like, right, 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 right. Absolutely, sure. No, there's there's. It's yeah. just like you um you have to hire security and bartenders and shit like that to do stuff. I I pay you at first. Before I pay, get my money out the door, because I hate to be that person that when is and then when the club is over with, you hit me with like them old school bookers used to hit some people. Oh man, the gate one what we thought it was. What you mean? Mm-hmm. What it was? It was like what you mean? What I you see, mean? I see no, one you empty seat. What money. you talking about? The gate ain't what it was, or what we thought it was. Yeah, so we on today's time, so I'm pretty sure a lot of these people, hey, we got a deal. I want half my money now and half my money later before I go out. So that they don't give you time to even count the gate <laughs> or look at the gate. Then I'm selling my merch <laughs> for um, for whatever, for however I want with no problems, and I ain't giving no cuts out Yeah, I would imagine. That's why I understand. I would imagine Cody and the Bucks are going to let the wrestlers themselves make – they're not going to say we want 5% or 10, whatever. Oh, Especially no. the first time. The first you're probably time, making a lot of your money at um the StarCast weekend events with the right. fans coming you're in probably, and probably spending money. Probably you're getting day. your discount. Like, hey, come in. For thirty five hundred dollars instead of you know forty five or five grand, if that's what you're you know coming for thirty five, and you get to keep any all your merch stuff. You get to set up and do it how and uh, however you please. Bring in whoever you want. And we provide you know, the, 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 the place for you. 
Yeah, and there'll be a venue to set up a table. We'll have this amount of space, you know, six by six feet or whatever, a table. See, that's what I've been thinking about. That's what I be wanting to hustle up. Yeah, so you got to, again, like I said, this is the first time out. You probably let those wrestlers at the free. Like, hey, bring bring all the stuff you want. Sell it. Sell whatever you want. But, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. On that note, we got to go. I, I can't even ask if you got uh, another uh, question because it's goddamn three minutes to nine. So, uh, that was Darrell from Georgia. Uh, we're done here with the uh, free portion. Uh, so, free folks will be by back next week. Uh, same time, same channel. VIP subscribers, click over. Me and Rich will have done another hour or so of content for you. Um, my red domino number two. Um, I read some other stuff, so we'll talk about some some of that. The Expanse, I'm watching Westworld episode five, and maybe get a few minutes of episode six in before Rich and I start. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about all kinds of stuff. So uh, yeah, appreciate everybody's uh, time and energy, all the emailers and callers. Um, Co-host Cam, uh, yeah, thanks for for all your time. There was, yeah, that's it. So we'll get at y'all next week. I'm out.